Since 1995, Alabama's sports talk leader, Tiger Communications, proudly presents Sports Call. It's time to join our Sports Call crew as they discuss the latest headlines and happenings around Auburn and the entire sports world. To be part of the show, give us a call at 334-887-3401 locally or toll-free at 1-888-9-TIGER-9. We're taking phone calls all show long and want to talk about whatever you've got on your mind. And now, coming to you live from the loveliest village on the plains, Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show, Sports Call. Good afternoon, Auburn. Welcome into Sports Call here today on this Monday. Coming to you live from our studios here on South College Streets. My name is JJ Jackson. On the program with me today, I've got Ryan LaVoy and Brant Daughtry, and we've got a really exciting show planned for you today. We'll get an opportunity to take your phone calls. We'll celebrate our birthdays in sports. We've got a nightly TV guide, best and worst of the weekend. May throw in a special edition of Sports Call Trivia on today's program as well. And we've got a pretty big announcement that we'll make here in just a little bit. First and foremost, however, we certainly hope that everyone had a very Merry Christmas yesterday and is enjoying this holiday season. Uh, And we certainly got some time with family. Very appreciative of that. So again, on the program with me today, I've got Brant and Ryan with me in the studio. Brooks Childress will join us a little bit later. But right out of the gates, fellas, Merry Christmas to you all. How was the holiday spent with your families? Uh, Merry Christmas to you too, JJ, and to all of our callers out there. Uh, had a very enjoyable weekend. I uh, was able to spend it with my parents, uh, and that was uh, very cherished and a, a very great weekend. We ate a lot of great food, as as I always do, to be honest, when I go home to my parents. Uh, but we had a good Christmas yesterday and uh, watched a whole lot of sports together, spent a lot of time together, uh, and so that was very good. I was able to um, – you know, spend time with them this year, and that has not been the case necessarily every single year. So uh, that was very good, and uh, yeah, I'm uh, doing well and good to be back. And uh, yeah, looking forward to the show this today and this week. Brent, how was your weekend? My weekend was fantastic. Merry Christmas, everybody uh, in the studio and listening. Thank you for very much for tuning in. Uh, my weekend was great. Uh, like Ryan said, got to spend some time with my family, people I don't get to see very often, and. Uh, I uh, had a lot of fun doing that. Great food, great times, a lot of sports, and uh, Santa was very kind. So uh, <laughs> I hope that can be said for everybody. And uh, I, I uh, like like Ryan said, looking forward to this week, looking forward to uh, all the shenanigans that we're going to get into uh, on the show this week. So here's a look at the week ahead. Obviously, we're on the air right now. On Wednesday, Wait, Auburn we men's basketball will be back in action. Yeah, this isn't a recording. We're live okay. right now. We're live. Wow. Uh, off and rolling. Wednesday, Auburn will take on Florida, 6 p.m. tip-off in the men's basketball world. From Neville Arena, you can listen to it on FM Talk 93.9. And then on Thursday, Auburn women's basketball has their first SEC game of the year in Oxford taking on Ole Miss. And then, guys, what happens is that New Year's weekend is coming up this weekend. We'll get in 
to uh, the year 2023. And so with that being said, we will not be on the air on Friday. We'll have a four-day week here of Sports Call. We will be off the air uh, on Friday and then getting folks set up for the new year to come in 2023 and that sort of thing. So we got to make it through four more days. Uh, we're back on the year a day early because of this. So uh, we'll get another pretty long weekend here on the program, which is really exciting up and coming. But yeah, think about that, fellas. Four more shows for us here in 2022. Another year has absolutely flown by. Uh, it was a new season and a new team <laughs> this year. Uh, inside joke with the station there. But uh, yeah, it's been another enjoyable year. Uh, we're able to win. You know, if we reflect a little bit, we're able, able to win a second Abbey Award earlier this year. Uh, obviously going to shoot for a third next year, but that's something, even though it's been several months removed from that, still something we're very proud of. Uh, we've had a, another enjoyable year. Uh, our company has continued to push forward and uh, continued to do a lot of things in, in high school sports. And uh, just an over overall, I feel like we've accomplished a lot this year and we've enjoyed a lot of our conversation. Went through an, another tumultuous football season, another coaching hire, all the thoughts and opinions and calls yes, that did. come from that. But again, we, we welcome everyone's opinions on stuff like that. That's why we do this. And uh, it just it enjoyed another year, and I hope everyone per, in their personal and professional life had a good 2022, and we certainly hope that 2023 for everyone uh, continues on it and continues to get even better. You yeah. think we got it in us, Brant? Four more shows on the year? Do we have it in us? I hope so. Yeah. As much as many shows as uh, we, we've, ho- we've had uh, this year, I'd like to think we can do four more. Yeah, f- <laughs> 2022 is a great year, my first full year. Uh, working for Tiger Communications, went through my first summer uh, working here. I remember going to Poker Run for the first time. That yeah. was awesome. Never had, never gotten to do that before, and that was a massive success. Uh, and being a part of that was really, really cool. And the the cause that that goes to, uh, it's it's a really good thing that that we do here. And like Ryan said, uh, winning another Abbey Award. It was not around for the first one, was around for the second one. So I felt pretty good about that. And uh, yeah, it, it just a great year overall for. For Tiger Communications and Sports Call as a whole. We've got four shows left to go here in 2022 and a big time announcement uh, to be made here on the program. Uh, there are four shows left with my voice to be heard in this chair here on Tiger 95.9 FM and in the Sports Call Auburn world. Um, I'm stepping away from this position. A new opportunity has been presented to me. Uh, that is incredibly exciting, and I'm really looking forward to that here in the new year. But that does require me to step away from post as the host of Sports Call Auburn. Uh, my play-by-play work will continue with the Auburn Sports Network and with the SEC Network Plus on a variety of platforms. So uh, if you're flipping through all of our radio stations, you're still going to hear my voice. Uh, but back with the sporting broadcast and that sort of thing, I just will not be in this spot each and every day, uh, a spot that I've held for over five years now to this point. It's crazy uh, that the day has come. The light has, uh, I see it at the end of the tunnel now, and uh, really, really excited for this next chapter, really fired up about what we were able to accomplish. In 2023, the show's going to continue, right? We've continued to move forward in now 28 years of operation 
as Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show. So, so, so very excited that Ryan LaVoy is going to step into this seat. Uh, I've kept it warm for him, so he's going to take right over and do amazing things. And we still got a really awesome cast of characters that are going to be on the program so frequently. So really bittersweet, fellas. But, uh, yeah, that's our big announcement here. I'm stepping away at the end of the week. Um, and, uh, and you guys are going to keep this ship moving in the right direction and moving forward. I think Thursday will be the time where I will have the most emotion <laughs> and have the most difficulty containing emotion. But um, certainly getting to be a part of this program and taking this next step is because of you, JJ. And we just talked about looking back at this year and having won a second Abbey Award. And we talk about that from time to time, but – the significance of that for us is, as you mentioned, this show is about 28 years old, and we had never won one before you got here. And your priority and one of the ways in which you can make this show better was, let's start to get our name out there and have people you know, call in from all over the state, but also let's send our work off and, and get feedback and, and see how we can improve and, and see if we can't be honored and recognized statewide. And you accomplished that, and that was your leadership. And so, you know, I want this week to be about you way more than me. I'm very excited <laughs> to move on and, and to become the host in 2023. But I, no one here could do this without what you've done, and I hope that I can be half the host that you have been Thank you, Ryan. in shepherding this program and shepherding us and helping us grow and getting us better in all facets uh, of the game and so um, you know this is a very bittersweet week because you are going on to a great opportunity and you're going to still be around and you're going to get to still be on this very radio station <laughs> you're going to <laughs> live on this radio station that's February right area in march and april <laughs> and may if uh, auburn softball can continue on but uh you know obviously not in this role but uh for this time that you've been on this show you've poured your heart into and I know that you're going to continue to do great things as you move on and we're going to try and obviously do right by our company but do right by you as well who has clearly grown this show to a place uh, that it has not been before and so it's very bittersweet because it's sweet that you're moving on and going to do great things but it's obviously bitter because of what you've meant to this show personally and professionally here uh, for your five years. I love you brother thank you love for you, that. Man. Yeah, uh, I don't know how I can follow that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, JJ, I kind of came in on uh, on the tail end of your your tenure here, but just being here for the last year and a half and watching you lead, you know, you, you've been a true leader. You have not just sat by and let things happen. You you actively improve, and that's something that I've really admired in the in the way that you operate. And you, uh, you've you've taught me a lot, and you've you you gave me my first full time job. You hired me out of college, you know, and I had never. I'd never done a radio show before. I had never worked. I had never worked full time anywhere. Um, I had only held a legitimate job for one month, uh, and then a couple of handshake agreements. Uh, but it, you know, you, you hired me and you you gave me this opportunity, this platform. I wanted to share uh, my voice with people, and you gave me the platform to do that. And I can't thank you enough. You, you're you, you've been a great leader. You've taught me a lot. You've been a great mentor. Um, you've allowed me to do things that are really really cool. And uh, I'm going to continue to do that. Yeah. And, and you're going to you gave me the start in this. And, uh, you know, I, I just hope that 
I, I can't wait to watch what you do moving forward because I know that you're going to do great things because you've done great things uh, at least since I've met you. Yeah. <laughs> um, Thank you, Brent. So, uh, yeah, I, I, good luck to you, and I uh, can't wait to see what you do. Yeah, four more shows this week, so we're, we're getting a little emotional here out of the gates, but uh, we needed to make this announcement, let people know what to expect throughout the week. You've got uh, a couple of more shows left with me here in this very chair. Uh, if you would like to call in and say hello to us, we would love to hear from you. 334-887-3401. Uh, but I am officially stepping away from the program going into the new year in 2023 and really excited for Ryan LaVoy and company to take this program over and to continue to move forward. Let's go ahead and we'll take our first time out here on today's program. We will get to some of those phone calls here in a moment on Tiger 95.9 FM. May we have your attention, please? Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? We're Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show. Hi, my name is... What? My name is... My name is... Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. This is Philip Lolly, former Auburn Tigers football assistant coach for the 2010 National Championship team, and you are listening to Sports Call. Back on Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show. I'm JJ Jackson with Ryan LeBoy and Brandon Daughtry on this Monday. Again, we hope that everyone uh, enjoyed the Christmas holiday and is enjoying the holiday season thus far. We certainly enjoyed the opportunity to go home this week. Um, and several folks are going to get the opportunity once again this upcoming week for the new year to head back to their respective hometown and bring in 2023 with friends and family. If you just missed our announcement a moment ago, uh, this is my last week in the uh, host chair for Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show. I will continue my play-by-play work with Auburn University Athletics, and uh, then uh, I'll have another really fun opportunity coming my way in the new year. Not yet allowed to make that announcement just yet, but fun things are happening for sure. Uh, we want to hear from you like we always do. As all of our sports call callers and guests join us on the Auburn Bank phone line, Auburn Bank has been your hometown bank for over 110 years. Visit them online at auburnbank.com for more information. Your partner, your neighbor, your friend, member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. As we go to the phone lines and joining us on the program up first today, Ward Dam Steve. Retired Ward Dam Steve now joins us. Hello, Steve. Good afternoon, and this is bittersweet. Say it ain't so. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, congratulations to uh, apparently a uh, promotion uh, for you. Well, yes, sir. Well no doubt. Thank you. But selfishly, uh, I'm sad. Uh, I'm going to miss you, man. Likewise, Steve. I really am going to miss our phone calls every day. Okay, well, I appreciate you saying that, but uh, I'm pleasantly surprised that you've put up with me for so long. Um, <laughs> it's been a joy, so, all of our back and forth over the years. I really will miss uh, all of our calls, Steve. It means the world to know that you're listening to us each and every day and that you take time out of your schedule to make it a priority to call us. That speaks volumes to the man you are, Steve, and I appreciate that. Well, uh, time is always on my side, but I'm, I'm sure yours is pretty busy. <laughs> uh, what can you share with us beyond what you already said about you know, what you will be doing and what, what capacity and who with? 
Yeah, I, I, I'm still not quite at that position yet, Steve. I've got to wait for the new year to come uh, to give full details. All I could say is that uh, really excited about a new opportunity. This is a promotion for me, um, and that I will be able to continue my play-by-play work with Auburn Athletics um, and, and with the SEC Network Plus and that sort of thing. So folks watching the games will still be able to listen to me commentate, uh, but beyond that, I can't say much right now. Sure. Uh, will you be, be still part of a, associated with the Auburn Sports Call at all anymore? Uh, if they ever invite me back, they're more than willing to give me a phone. And I'm, I know that I'll be able. These guys are still going to remain a part of my life, and I, I have the feeling that I have an um, automatic invitation. It's always open and available, so I'll be sure to stop by every now and again. Okay, so you'll still be in the Auburn area then. I will be. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, I'm I'm very very happy for you. Uh, again, selfishly on my part, I'm. Uh, sad because uh, I won't hear uh, your voice as often, and I'll miss having <laughs> you say, good afternoon. Yes. Got to open up the All show right. the same way every day for five years, so uh, and end it the exact same way as well. So thank you, Steve. Thank you. Okay. Uh, well, you've earned the respect, uh, I'd say, for, for myself, and hope I'm speaking for other people, uh, of being uh, uh, the host that you've been uh, for all these years, and uh, you've done a lot of hard work. I mean, you're the guy that got people on here that I uh, was always scratching my head. How'd you get those people on here, you know? <laughs> Put in uh, a lot of work, yes. Did. Thank you, thank you. Now, uh, I've met, all, of course, all you guys, and I'm, I've met Ryan, and uh, Ryan, uh, I, I'm really pleased to hear that you apparently have earned uh, the respect enough and the trust uh, from management and from, uh, I guess, also uh, from Mr. J.J. Jackson that you're going to be next in line, and uh, I, I can't imagine that... Uh, you uh, won't succeed in uh, this role as well. Well, I appreciate that, Steve, and I'm certainly uh, thrilled for the opportunity. Obviously, as I'm sure you've picked up on throughout time, that uh, JJ is uh, really my best friend in this world, and uh, it is also bittersweet for me personally, but professionally, uh, I'm very excited. And uh, uh, don't worry, we're still going to make sure that you get your time to talk to us each and every day, and uh, we look forward to it. Okay, I appreciate. Uh, can I get that in writing? Yeah. <laughs> Is it an NIL deal I can uh, count on? We got you set up. Absolutely. All right. Well, well, let's move on. I hope all of you were able to have some, you know, meaningful time uh, with your uh, family. Yeah, it was. It was all. Friends. All of us really were able to travel, and, and Brooks was able to head down to uh, to Robertsdale this weekend. He'll be with us here in just a little bit. Um, and, and yeah, it was awesome that everybody got the chance to go back home. I know you had a pretty long trip because you had to go to North Carolina, right? That's right. Five hours for me. So um, not terribly long, uh, but uh, I was very excited to see my mom and dad. It was awesome. Great. All right. Well, let's move on to some really uh, uh, sports-related stuff. Uh, guys, I've watched a, lo- a, bo- a number of NFL games, not in their entirety, but um, probably the best times in the fourth quarter. And, uh, Ryan, <laughs> your team with Tom Brady managed to uh, squeeze it out. Ten points behind, and they made their comeback. Yeah, I, I don't know why they look like a uh, you know one in fifteen team in the first three quarters, and then look pretty competent in the fourth quarter of so many of these games. I, I think they need to do a lot more no huddle offensively. That's what seems to uh, kind of water down the opponent's pass rush. Brady just gets in a rhythm that way. Uh, but yeah, I mean they they certainly. I think Arizona was the worst pass defense in the NFL. And, again, for most of that game, 
the Bucks took zero advantage of that. They made it look like the Cardinals were one of the best pass defenses in the NFL. So I don't know, man. They're just all all close games this year, and of course it's going to come down to this weekend in Tampa between the Bucks and the Panthers. So uh, I, I don't know. The Bucks can't afford to to. I know the Panthers don't have a great record, but the Panthers have played really well the last four or five weeks. So the Bucks can't afford to play those first three quarters the way they did last night. Uh, that's an away an away game. That's at the Panthers. Oh uh, no, that's in Tampa. I'll, okay, so you'll I, be there. I'll be yelling, and it will be potentially unfortunate timing because <laughs> first day as host will be the next day. So I might have a voice. I might not. I might have to croak out three hours here <laughs> on the show next Monday. But yeah, that one will be in Tampa. Okay, all right. Well, hope you enjoyable time there. All right, so moving on, guys, about the other NFL games, uh, there were some miraculous finishes or fantastic finishes. How about the 61-yard field goal, which I didn't think was going to be a chance of being made by the Minnesota Vikings uh, field goal kicker. Greg Joseph, that yeah, that was awesome, him getting that opportunity to knock that one down. Credit to the Giants for coming back and scoring as quickly as they did and getting the two-point conversion there from Saquon Barkley, but – uh, to, to tie the game up at 24, but then Minnesota did exactly what they needed to do, got right there to the edge of field goal range, and then able to knock through a 61-yarder. And then the Green Bay Packers. Oh, my gosh, I've watched at the end of that one. I couldn't believe that Tua, who had only thrown a red five reception the entire season, throws three in one quarter. Yeah, tough, tough outing for Tua, and the Packers uh, needed to get a win, and they were able to get that. Unbelievable. All right, and then... The Patriots squandered a chance to win the game at about the what the five six yard line, and they fumbled it. Yeah, uh, Ramondre Stevenson, and and that was a game where the Bengals had that huge lead. New England battles back. The Bengals had a couple freak turnovers themselves, uh, pick six involved there, and it looked for all the world New England was at least going to take the lead, if not win it there, and uh, just another. Uh, football weird sometimes they they fumble at the five even though they had all the momentum and uh they that was a that was a big loss for them in their wild card hopes fortunately for them the dolphins lost again but uh patriots probably gonna have to win these final two games to have a shot at it yeah staying real quickly with the nfl guys and thank you for your time you're giving me uh, i thought this was to be uh just inexcusable and indefensible i haven't heard anything from the nfl of why they did this but i'm talking about the award ceremony that they had for uh, the deceased Franco Harris, the retiring you know, his jersey. You know, the NFL broke while they were getting ready to do uh, the, the award ceremony and went to uh, a commercial. And when they came back from the commercial, made no mention, didn't even show uh, a, a you know, video clip of the, uh, 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 the uh, award ceremony at all. Uh, guys, I didn't realize uh, that. Well, yeah. Did you, well, what did you think about, I mean, Really, the commercial, the, the greed to me of NFL Network is, uh, to me, appalling that they didn't recognize. And by the way, the Immaculate Reception was voted in 2020 as the, uh, the best, uh, I guess, uh, finish or, or the, the, the best play of yeah, all time I can in believe NFL that. history. Yeah. And they didn't show the ceremony. Yeah, this is this is news to me, Steve, and I think it's news. I, I didn't really recognize that. That's, that's yeah. I was watching the broadcast, and I, I mean, I know they talked about him a lot throughout the game. I mean, they they made a lot of references to him, and they showed uh, pregame. And I really thought they showed something at halftime because I remember some of those old players that were on that team that are still living were at that game, and they showed them at halftime. 
during some sort of ceremony. So I I thought I saw some of it, but I I, I didn't. I don't know. It didn't it didn't register with me if if they didn't or not. Yeah, because I was reading the comments and people were just ripping the NFL Network apart, saying, "How could you've done this?" You know, I some of the people who actually saw the games were, were tweeting, you know, uh, that uh, they couldn't believe that they had recorded the game in order to see the. Uh, the ceremonies, and they didn't show it. So I thought that was uh, uh, just uh, inexcusable. All right, moving on, guys. Uh, did you happen to see this about uh, the students at this Alabama college from AL.com go on to earn the most money according to these rankings? You know who that is, right? Who's that? Vanderbilt? Auburn University. Oh. Auburn University students and graduates, according to AL.com, Rebecca Greibosch. Anyway, uh, make about $2,000 more annually than people who study at the University of Alabama at Huntsville and about $4,000 more than those at Sanford, according to the latest version of the U.S. Department of Education uh, College scoreboard, scorecard. I thought, wow, uh, how about that? Uh, do you know what the median salary is? I do not. Students? I do not. It's $49,695. Gotcha. Yeah, I, for some reason I thought you were saying SEC because they've done an SEC ranking before. Um, Alabama. But just state of Alabama. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the school's highest earning median annual salary comes from the chemical engineering department. They have a median salary of $75,285. Uh, this is at Auburn. Uh, statewide, just for a comparison, uh, the average median salary statewide for Public and private nonprofit uh, colleges is only thirty-one thousand five hundred seventy-four dollars, compared to Auburn's forty-nine thousand. Yeah. So there you go, guys. Uh, if you want your burgers flipped and see some outbound players or anybody else, <laughs> go there. <laughs> uh, okay, I had to put that dig in. There I know you Anthony go. will love it. Anthony, I'm waiting for a comeback for you, man. All right. Uh, moving on, guys. About uh, our Auburn basketball team. If you haven't seen this, you might want to take a gander at it. From Nathan King, uh, he apparently got some stats on Auburn's basketball strengths and weaknesses. Have you seen uh, what we're good and not too good at? Not from Nathan King's story. Enlighten us. Okay. Uh, well, it ain't too good offensively. Uh, we are dead last when it comes to three point, uh, making three-point uh, shots. 14th at 30.2%. Wow. And, uh-oh, nationwide, this is even worse, 311th. Even with the good game at Washington, yeah, this is a, uh, a, including all the games, uh, you know, as, as current ones. Uh, how many teams are there? It is three thirty-two, three sixty-three, three sixty-three. Okay, so we're down at the bottom of the barrel there. Yeah. Okay, uh, and then free throw percentages. Oh my gosh, uh, that's not too good either. We're twelfth in the SEC, guys. Sixty-seven point two percent from the free throw line. Got to improve right. that number. Yes. 283 nationally. Sheesh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, and I, I, this, I, to me, was astounding, too. Assist to turnover ratio, we're 10th. And yeah. 152nd. Now, on the bright side, the things that we're best on offensively is offensive rebounding. We're fifth in the SEC. Got to keep rebounding the and basketball at a good rate, 15. for sure. Yeah. All right. Defense is where we actually do shine. Efficiency, according to Ken Palm, we're fourth in the SEC and 12th in the nation. So that's scoring, scoring defense. Yeah. We're fourth in the SEC. 
and 36 uh, nationally. Our opponent shooting percentage that we allow, we're third in the SEC and 20th in the country. Yeah, it all comes down to Auburn's inability to score the basketball because they're doing a really nice job on the defensive end. They just can't keep up with other offenses so far. And the best in the nation, block rates, 12.2%, first in the SEC, first in the nation. Yep, really, really good at blocking shots. That is no secret, no surprise. ESPN's infamous BPI projections are what? 11-7 for us. Okay. Uh, What's your guys' best and worst projections for our records to be in the SEC? Oh, best and worst. Uh, Let me verify every single uh, opponent they've got and where it's at because that matters. You know, you give me a team – uh, like LSU in Auburn, I like Auburn's chances a lot. At LSU, given they're eleven and one, might be a tournament team, might not. You know, on the road that's different. So let me quick skim this. And you want best case and worst case scenario? Yeah. What do you what do you project to be the best case scenario and the worst? I think best case would be like thirteen and five ish, and worst case would be eight and ten ish. Something like that. Say so eight and ten, nine and nine. Yeah, I think that's fair. Okay. I mean, this offense has to improve. All right, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, twelve and six being probably our best, and ten and eight being our worst. Okay, that's a pretty cl- yeah. That's a pretty close interval. I mean, I'm just, you know, I, when you when I hear best case, worst case, I think that there's usually a lot of wiggle room in that. You play eighteen of those, and you know, best case, Auburn, I think, takes care of almost all their home games, even against good teams, and then they lose to a couple ranked teams on the road, maybe lose one or two more. And then I think worst case, at 8-10, and 10, they lose to the really good teams like Tennessee or Arkansas, no matter where they're played, and then they only win a couple of road games overall. Okay. Uh, well, we'll see how it works out. Yeah. Um, now, who would you say is our best three-point shooter? Chris Morris had one of the better percentages – um, for Auburn this season, but uh, volume-wise, Wendell Green Jr. wants to shoot the ball. I mean, the fact that there's not really an easy answer to this kind of shows you oh, where Auburn but, is but at shooting is. the basketball. But there is, my friend. But there is. I'm looking here. Individual leads according to Nathan King's stats. The best three-point shooter is Jalen Williams. That's a good answer. 40, 41.9% is his uh, three-point percentage. Uh, that's 13th among, I guess, all the players in the SEC. Who's our most proficient, well, I guess, most proficient scoring person should be Wendell Green Jr. Yeah, it is. It is him. He's he's the best. Um, he's 15th in the SEC. Who's our best rebounder? Uh, Janai Broom. Yeah, Janai Broom. Yeah, he's also our best shot fact, blocker. He's first in the SEC shot blocker. Yeah. Yeah. Who's best at stealing? Hmm. Maybe Katie Johnson. I would have thought so, but it's Jalen Williams. Okay, good okay. for Jalen. Good for Jalen. Give us your last well, few thoughts here, Steve. My last few thoughts is uh, i got to call as many times as I can. This yeah, week. Well, cherish the moments, before, man. Uh, before, you, uh, before you leave us. That's right. So, with that said, guys, I thank you for your time, and uh, you've been more than giving me uh, graciously uh, time, uh, uh, time and a half and overtime uh, over here uh, with my ramblings. So uh, I'm hoping uh, that I can uh, somehow – Mr. Uh, Brian LaVoy, uh, get uh, that same kind of courtesy in the future. Uh, we'll have to talk in the IL deal. Maybe I can get that. <laughs> All 
All right. Thank you guys for your time, and uh, appreciate again uh, your you are to be congratulated for uh, earning this kind of Thank a you, move Steve. up uh, in your career uh, and in your personal life. So with that said, guys, we'll talk to you tomorrow afternoon. Have a relaxing evening yourselves, and uh, War Eagle, guys. War Eagle. There's our power retired Ward M. Steve joining us on the Auburn Bank phone line. 334-887-3401 or toll-free at one 9 to be a part of the program as we'll stick with your phone calls right now. And joining us on the show... James from Montgomery. James has called into Sports Call. Hi, James. Hello, and War Eagle, my friend. War Eagle. War Eagle, brother. War Eagle. Yeah, I know it's it's going to be a, a an easy road for you, but I am going to be right there with you on the last days. I was right here with you on the first days when you first came on Auburn Sports Call. And I'm going to be, you know, my heart goes out to you, man, because you, you have kept this ship afloat, and it's going to keep afloat with me riding all the way with you to the end. Thank you, James. I really do appreciate it. Our phone calls over the years have meant a lot to me, and uh, our friendship is outstanding. I'm, I'm grateful for that. And you know Ryan Lavoy is going to keep doing a great job with this show, and Sports Call is going to continue to move forward, even though I've got to move on to the next chapter of my life. Yeah, so with me uh, being a great caller for Almer Sports Call for about, I should say, like, what, five, six, seven, eight years I've called y'all as well? A long time, yeah. Yeah, probably probably a long a long time as well. So it's it's so many memories that I can just you know put out on the table or or lay them out as playing cards. And I mean, from you know, for me as being one of the greatest sports callers of all on Auburn Sports Call, talking about Auburn men's basketball, Auburn women's basketball, men's football, gymnastics, doing all kinds of. Uh, great things for y'all's show and actually giving y'all a great uh, honor and Abby Award winning, um, you know, trophy that I've actually done for y'all, you know, back in April. So I'm thinking I might do something for y'all uh, this coming up April in 2023. Yeah, we're hoping we get the good awards coming our way and we certainly appreciate your phone call. You're not the only one, James. We've got a lot of great phone callers that we love and respect our relationships with but uh, we do enjoy doing trivia with you every single day and uh, yeah you're an absolute favorite of ours well well thank you for that as well because I mean I do love trivia and uh, trivia is one of my favorite uh, things I've been doing for almost a year and a half now and I'm still gonna be doing a lot of trivia sending them y'all's way as well and, um, you know, and then on another note, uh, over the holiday weekend, I've seen some great games in NBA and the NFL as well. And uh, probably starting off in the NBA, seeing my Dallas Mavericks beating the Los Angeles Lakers at home. And that was a really, really good game that my Dallas Mavericks actually uh, got a big win yeah. in Dallas. They had a franchise record 51 points in the third quarter. They were incredible in the third quarter and able to pick up that big win. Yes, I saw. And then before the game, they did a um, a, cer- a ceremonial speech of Dirk Nowitzki uh, being retired for his accomplishments on and off the court for the Dallas Mavericks. And he got a statue. And he has a he has a he has a, a cast iron statue in front of uh, America Airlines Center. So you know maybe. 
maybe Luka Dantage might have a statue out there. Maybe if if he keeps up what he's doing and um, seeing so many great highlights from him, and I'm hoping he'll he'll one day be uh, you know next to the great one and Dirk Nowitzki as well. I think that could happen. I really do. Yeah, he's been a really awesome player to watch, and yeah, that was big time that your team was able to pick up a win this weekend on Christmas Day. What other games yeah. stood out to you? Well, actually, my Dallas Cowboys, uh, we actually did a, an amazing job seeing uh, uh, Dak Prescott coming over, uh, you know, with the big win. And I thought we were going to lose it, but I said to myself, I'm not going to go out like that on Christmas Day. And uh, seeing the Cowboys actually making it to the playoffs, so we're, we're staying alive, so we're, we might make uh, this last game that we have on our schedule against the Tennessee Titans. So it could be a win. And if we win against the Tennessee Titans, then we'll just look in, into the into the sunset and uh, seeing who we're going to play in the Super Bowl. Yeah, you got to go to the playoffs first before you go to the Super Bowl. But it, it does seem like Dallas has a good chance in the playoffs and maybe just maybe they'll be able to make it to the Super Bowl. Yes, that's well because, I mean, we, we do clinch the NFC uh, East. Uh, the NFC East Division uh, playoff bracket. So if we have... Yeah, um, you're going to be a wild card team because the Eagles are playing so well this season. They'll be the NFC East champions. So Cowboys a wild card. Yeah, so we're we're in the wild card division. So if, um, if the Eagles lose to... Uh, if the Eagles get a win or get a loss, then we'll just have to play a another team in the wild card divisional round but i'm not quite sure who's going to be in that um in that hunt for the wild card division i'm i'm hoping it might be somebody in that in that spot if they um you know if whoever wins on monday night football if it's uh if it's the los angeles chargers or the indianapolis colts so i'm yeah seeing how those two teams are going to play out and if the Colts lose then we'll play them in in the wild card division in the first round of the wild card division on uh, January the 16th as well yeah, not quite because the Colts are an AFC team so that wouldn't quite happen and the Colts are really bad this year so unfortunately they're not going to be able to make it to the postseason but we'll see we got a couple of weeks left to go until the playoffs take place so give us another thought James um well I mean my my Christmas was very amazing. I yeah, what happened? Of, I had a lot of Christmas gifts. I mean, I got a lot of good ones. I've got the brand new NBA 2K23 uh, video game over the Christmas break. Awesome. Yes, yeah, so I'm actually going to uh, install that in a couple of hours from now. And then I had a uh, karaoke uh, microphone so I can actually practice and uh, see if I can actually get back out there. And um, that's why I'm actually doing as well and i got some new clothes and new shoes and um you know just having great fun that's awesome man and you were able to spend time with family right yes i was i was uh spending a lot of time with family and um my um i'm actually in a brand new relationship right now so my new uh my new love uh she actually wished me a happy uh merry christmas and uh sent me some nice uh christmas pictures as well no way wow yes and we are thinking about tying the knot which is coming in 2023 in october 
October 31st is our due date for uh, tying the knot as well. And what is her name, James? Um, my future fiance's name is Veronica Janet Saunders. Okay. All right. Well, congratulations to you guys, man. That's very awesome. Yes, as well. And I would, Are you happy? Uh, I am very happy as well. And uh, we're thinking about having um, a small family as well. No way. Wow. Wow, congratulations. Yes, Have your parents uh, got a chance to meet her yet? Uh, no, but it will be a surprise for my mom and dad as well. Oh, man. How do you think they're going to take that news? Oh, they're going to take it very, very seriously as well. Okay, good deal. Good. You think they'll be so, excited? Oh, they would love to be excited for me as well. And with me being in a, in a really good spirit, um, I would love to have um, random trivia before I, I let you all guys go as well. Oh, man. Random trivia. Random trivia. Let me think of uh, of something that we can ask you here, James, okay? Okay. All right. In yesterday's game between the Broncos and Rams, what would happen when teams scored touchdowns? Um, I would have to say when teams score a touchdown in the NFL, they'll do like a celebration dance as well. Yes, but what happened, because the game was on Nickelodeon, do you remember what would happen when they scored a touchdown? Oh, yes, I know this, I know this, Um, because I always watch the NFL games on Nickelodeon, and they do the, um, they actually do, uh, with Nickelodeon, they actually do the slime uh, things on the field. They do like little like little slime uh, intake. Yes, you're exactly right. They they shoot off slime, um, which is really exciting. Um, let me give you another random trivia question. Who wrote Romeo and Juliet? Oh, man. I know this one. This is a really, really easy one. I will have to say that will be William Shakespeare. Very good. Very good. Can you name two other plays from William Shakespeare? I would have to say I know Romeo and Juliet. I know Hamlet and Macbeth. Way to go. That's awesome. That's awesome. And then we'll give you one more. In what year did the Beatles band begin? Uh, What year did the Beatles band begin? I will have to say that would be 1973. Not quite. It was 1956 was the answer we were looking for. And then then one more. One more. How many bones are in the adult human body? How many bones do we have in our body, James? Oh, man. This is we got so a lot easy. of them. Oh man, oh man! I would have to say that would be two hundred and thirty-eight. So close, so close. Two hundred and six. We have two hundred and six oh, okay. bones in our body. How about that? That is amazing as well. Very good. Well, great job with trivia. Like I said, I got one more week as the host of the show, and then Ryan takes over. So I really appreciate our phone calls, and we'll talk to you tomorrow, okay? 
All right, sounds good. And I have a really good trivia um, coming your way tomorrow. I might do uh, the trivia of the Alamo as well. Okay, all right. We'll get that set up for you, okay? All right, sounds good. And War Eagle. War Eagle. That's our pal James from Montgomery joining us on the program. Let's take a commercial break. We're back in a moment on WTGZ Tiger 95.9 FM. you want to join our conversation tweet us your thoughts on twitter at sports call au now back to auburn's first and auburn's favorite sports talk show sports call Back on Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show, JJ Jackson inside the studio with Ryan LaVoy, Brant Daughtry, and Brooks Childress is here with us. Whoa! On uh, what's been a noteworthy show so far. First of the last week here for me on Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show. And uh, it's been so much fun doing the show with Brooks Has as it? well. Um, I do want you, though, to tell us about your Christmas weekend, buddy. It was good. You got to spend some time with family. Um, had some good food. Shout out to uh, our good friends at the Honey Baked Ham Company. We greatly enjoyed that at the yeah. Jackson household yesterday. Yeah. It was it, it was quite the treat. I there, forgot mine. For sure. There, I forgot mine. It's in my fridge still. There is a cooler in my car right now with Honey Baked Ham iced down, ready to get into the Brooks Children's fridge tonight. And it may not make it to the fridge because it may be dinner tonight. So we uh, are we're having we some fun. We shall see. But yeah, it was a good uh, good Christmas. Um, thankful for every all the time I got to spend with uh, family and friends. Got to watch a lot of football yesterday, which isn't the norm on Christmas. It only happens, you know, what once every couple, few years when you get uh, football, NFL football and Christmas collide. Um, but it's uh, yeah, it was fun. Can't wait to uh, get into the swing of this. Round out the year. Round into the new year. New year of. Uh, Sports, New Year College football. Get ready to get back to uh, college football in sports in general. Ready to get back to uh, Auburn basketball Wednesday night. That's what I'm ready for. Is to see this basketball team back on the court. SEC opener uh, against Florida, but uh, yeah, I I want to just echo that uh, I too uh, delivered some ham uh, from Honey Baked uh, to my parentals. Uh, we did not consume it this weekend. No. Uh, we had a nice uh, helping of steak and bacon wrapped scallops for our Christmas dinner. Delightful. Yesterday, uh, I had a wonderful ribeye that my dad made to perfection uh, that made me very happy. So I uh, just thought I'd share some food thoughts as well. We've reached the end of the first hour of the program today. On the other side of the break, more of your phone calls, birthdays, and sports. And with it being my last week, you know how much I love trivia. We're doing that here today on Auburn's First and Auburn's Favorite Sports Talk Show. Back in a moment, one hour in the books, and we're rolling.
One hour of our show is in the books. We've got more to come. Stay tuned for another hour of Sports Call right after the break. Since 1995, Alabama's sports talk leader, Tiger Communications, proudly presents Sports Call. It's time to join our Sports Call crew as they discuss the latest headlines and happenings around Auburn and the entire sports world. To be part of the show, give us a call at 334-887-3401 locally or toll-free at 1-888-9-TIGER-9. We're taking phone calls all show long and want to talk about whatever you've got on your mind. And now, coming to you live from the loveliest village on the plains, Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show, Sports Call. Second hour of Sports Call getting started right now on Tiger 95.9 FM and on the Tiger Communications app. J.J. Jackson inside the studio with Ryan LaVoy, Brooks Childress, and Brant Daughtry on this Monday. Merry Christmas, happy holidays once again to all of our loyal listeners and family out there on Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show. You guys uh, mean the absolute world to me. As in the first hour of the program, we did announce this is my final week here in the chair of host of this program Monday through Thursday. Friday we're off uh, celebrating the New Year's holiday and uh, forward we move here in the next version, the next edition of uh, Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show with Ryan LaVoy stepping into the new seat. So uh, we got to have a lot of fun this week, fellas. It's been emotional at times, uh, but uh, let's celebrate some of the fun things we've done over the years. We are uh, at the point now where we can we can kind of count it down by hour. We've but got, let's not be sad. Like <laughs> You've got 11. That's You've true. got 11 to go. <laughs> Thank you, Brant. I hadn't thought about that, but yes, I guess you're right. Man, that's making it feel real. If you put a time Sorry. on your phone. Sorry. <laughs> don't do it. Don't actually do it. Man, like we are... Like hours of sports call. We're getting closer to the finish, that's for sure. But again, a lot of awesome things to celebrate. I love sports call trivia, and I want to I devote this next little bit to it because I've got a new edition of the program that I think is going to be really fun and exciting. And we're going to do that in just a moment after we celebrate our birthdays today. Does that sound good with everybody? Yeah. Heck Sounds yeah. Good. I've been looking forward to this. All right, here we go. It is time for birthdays and sports. It's time for today's birthdays and sports. Birthdays and sports, as you may or may not know, is brought to you by our friends at Max Credit Union. They've got two convenient locations in the area to help serve you. Uh, one in Auburn on Gay Street, one in Opelika on Frederick Road. December 26th, who's celebrating a birthday An today? almost Christmas baby. The day after Jesus. Um, Trevor Simeon is turning 32 years old, a backup quarterback for the Chicago Bears. He was a standout high school football and baseball player. He attended Northwestern to play football, became the starter for the team as a redshirt sophomore in 2012. Over three years as the main starter, he is fourth all-time at Northwestern in career, passing yardage, the seventh-round pick by the Broncos in 2015, and is a Super Bowl champion. He is a Super Bowl 50 champion as Peyton Manning's backup. Happy birthday to Trevor Simeon. Do you think the Broncos want Trevor Simeon back right now? Honestly, maybe, because they didn't have to give up a million draft picks and pay him $100 million plus. So maybe, honestly. Maybe so. Maybe so. 
Uh, Brandon Scherf is celebrating his birthday today. A guard for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Played where? At Iowa. Let's go, Hawkeyes. All the best linemen do. All-American, the Outland Trophy winner, and a five-time Pro Bowler, one-time All-Pro. Brandon Scherf. Am I saying that correctly? Sure. Does anyone know? Yeah. Scherf, Scherf. 31 years old today. Kind of like, sure. Sure, sure. Sure. <laughs> uh, celebrating his birthday today. You broke, Ryan. Do you think there's people, there, do you think there's colleges that argue over, you know, a lot of colleges argue, oh, we're DBU, we're running back you. Do you think they argue over O-line you? I, no, because Iowa has claim to it. Well, I don't know. It's Wisconsin's got a few nah, it's, big boys there, too. It's Iowa. I got to give it to Iowa. You give them the cheese up it's there. Iowa. Man, you can grow them. Who are you giving it to? O-line you? Yeah. Probably Georgia. Let's be real. It's probably Georgia. Relative to the success of the rest of the program, I think Iowa is the yeah answer. Um, I, I yeah. I mean, I think it's Iowa. Bucks right tackle Tristan Wirfs, one of the best right tackles in the league, ask, is, is how, from Iowa. How much you have a sure fan of Wirfs? NFL O lines are made up of Iowa players right now. It'd be a good project that would... Tyler Linderbaum. Yeah, another guy. I'm, there are more that we're blanking on at this moment, yeah. and let's not I'm going ourselves. Iowa. Let's move I'll on. I'll go Iowa. Uh, next birthday, at 41 years old, Omar Infante, former MLB second baseman, born in Venezuela. He was signed by the Detroit Tigers and made his MLB debut in 2002. He played for several teams over his 14 career, including stints with the Atlanta Braves that saw him make his only all-star appearance in 2010 and 2015, Omar Infante helped the Kansas City Royals win the World Series. Happy 41st birthday to Omar Infante. Claire, proven Braves make players better. Come to Atlanta. Yeah. You belt. go to your only all-star team. Yep. Come yeah. to Atlanta. We like Infante. Infante yeah, Infante played everywhere. Do you remember what jersey number he wore? 14? 14! I got it! Yes! <laughs> yes! Yes! That was a that was the most wholesome fist bump I've ever Very seen. Good. That was genuine <laughs> excitement for both know, of a fun you. Fun fact, the first ever year of baseball cards that I bought, Omar Infante was a brave, and so I stared at those cards for hours. Uh, breaking news from Adam Schefter, Tua is back in concussion protocol. Oh, so no. are the Dolphins. Ugh. Yikes. Uh, Mike Miner is turning 35 years old. He does not have a team currently. Man. Uh, he last played for the Cincinnati Reds, a pitcher. He played college baseball at Vanderbilt. Let's go Doors. Where he was an All-American as a junior in 2009. Drafted seventh overall by the Braves that season and made his MLB debut in 2010. In 2019, <laughs> he made his only All-Star team while with the Texas Rangers. Mike Miner... <laughs> Is 35 years old. Bring him back, Braves. I do have his career ERA listed in front of me. For Mike Minor League. Um, I know it, but it's because I wrote this earlier today, so it would be cheating. Uh, I go 4.12. Insanely close. 4.25. Okay. Mm. 4.25, the career earned Because he, he was way worse than that as a uh, like his last couple of years with the Braves. He started better, got worse. And he had another bad year or two, but then he kind of rehabbed his career a little bit and became a number three or four starter for a couple of years. So give him credit um, for that because I did nickname him Mike Minor League the moment he started sucking with the Braves. But 
he carved out a, a, a pretty decent career. Our last birthday today, Ozzy Smith turned 69. Pretty significant. Former MLB shortstop. Most known for his time with the St. Louis Cardinals. He was born in Mobile, Alabama. 251. But moved with his family to California at a young age. He attended Cal Poly for college. Let's go Stangs. And walked on for the baseball team. As a freshman, he took the starting shortstop role and was an All-American by the time his senior year came around in 1977. Taken by the Padres in the seventh round of the 77 draft, he made his debut in 1978 and over an 18-year career became one of the greatest defensive players in the sport. 15-time All-Star, 13-time Gold Glove Award winner, one-time World Series champion, and a first ballot Hall of Famer in 2002. Ozzie Smith is 69 years old. Wizard of Oz. Ozzie was, uh, even not getting to see him play, we all know how great of a defender, especially he was. For sure. At shortstop, made some of the best defensive plays of all time at short. Did his backflips in the field that became so iconic. What a legend he is. Birthdays today on December 26th. Trevor Simeon, Brandon Scherf, Omar Infante, Mike Miner, and Ozzie Smith are all celebrating their birthdays today. All right. With that being said, fellas, mm. I think it's time for some sports call trivia. The I was kind of expecting some ever. Cena music. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, yeah. Something something oh. intense or something emphatic. We or... have the Price is Right music somewhere on there. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I was going to say, it's not the final version ever. Unless you're, like, unless you're taking it and saying he's retiring anymore. I'm gone. No more. This has to be a hey. normal sports talk show from now on. We can't do weird stuff anymore. <laughs> what is going to be what weird? What is that? This is going to be weird. You have something. This is going to be weird. Are we gambling? <laughs> it's going to be weird. Yes. No, we're actually not gambling because it's illegal. Why would we ever gamble? So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. Are you State guys of looking Alabama. forward to this? Yeah, I'm, just, I'm, I'm in the... You look like you've put legitimate work into this oh, with, treat, with what you're holding right I now. I have. I have. So much so that we're going to take a timeout. Oh. Before oh. we get going. That's, we're going to tease That's over-teasing, I think. All right. We're back in a moment here on Tiger 95.9 FM. Looking for another way to listen to our show? Be sure to download the Tiger Communications app and listen to Sports Call wherever you go. This is Andy Burcham, voice of the Auburn Tigers, and you're listening to Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. Welcome back into Sports Call here on Tiger 95.9 FM and on the Tiger Communications app. JJ Jackson inside the studios here with Ryan LaVoy, Brant Daughter, and Brooks Childress. We're getting set for one final installment of Sports Call Trivia, a massive, massive version of the program. It's going to take some time, and we're going to have some fun, and this is going to be great. And if the four of us are entertained, down. Yeah. I've done my job. I'm happy. All right. Lead guys, us, fearless leader. Look, you've got the crown as the top trivia guy over the years. 
Thank you. You're I think aware I've of played that? this twice. And you've never played this version before. Very true. This is a brand new I doubt new I have version. either. That is <laughs> I'm just looking at weird-looking cards that, that I've true. never seen <laughs> you, before. You got also, cards made. You've also never played this version Oh, is before. that a basketball court on the back of it? It is. So maybe yeah. my record has nothing to do with anything here and is not applicable. Mm. Okay, so. Those look like bookmarks, like cute little bookmarks. I like that. That's a good th- They do kind of look like that. All right, so here's how this works. This is... Uh, courtesy of our friends over at Yellow Cab Games. Shout out. <laughs> and I'm doing this. Is this good to play in the back of a cab in a big city or yeah. something? Okay. Um, can this be like Cash Cab? It can be. Oh. Um, I'm drinking some smart water. I'll take a Not sponsored, but, you know, I'm trying to be smart here as we do trivia. Okay. I'm drinking tap water. Shout out to, you know, City of Auburn. <laughs> <laughs> I've got water from Fusakli somewhere back near my office. Anyway. It's probably also tap water. Right, Shout out so to Probably is also tap here's water. Here's how it works. I'm going to ask you a question. It's good. Okay. All right. Individually, I will ask you a question with four answer choices. Okay. Okay? Four answer choices. Four. A, B, C, D? You have to listen to all four answer choices. If you do not, even if you know the answer, listen to all four answer choices. Okay. If you do not, you do not get the point. All right. Understood? Understood. If you get a question correct, you get another question. Oh. If you get that question correct, you get another question. Okay. Kind of like make it, take it. Kind of like the game of 21, you score, you go to the free throw line, and we get to keep shooting until we miss. Okay. Uh, We're going to cap it at five. However, okay, and then after five, the next person gets to go on a little run, okay, and we're gonna see how many we can total up here in this new edition of Sports Call. If you get a question wrong, it immediately goes to the next person, okay, and uh, they will get an opportunity to answer the question. If they do not answer it properly, it goes over to the final person. If that is an incorrect answer, the question is out of the book. And we go to the following player okay. for a chance to steal again. Is and this, everybody down the line has an advantage because you've already got uh, correct answers, answers oh, yeah. are taken okay. away. All right. Is this random general knowledge or is there a topic here? This is random sports general knowledge. Okay, random sports. Cool. Random, random sports general knowledge. Random. Makes sense with the basketball courts in the back of the cards. It does. Are we ready to rock and roll? Yes, we are. All right. We are going to go Ryan Brant Brooks is the order. That makes sense. Okay. Ryan, you're up first. Alphabetically. In 2013, National Geographic hosted a race between NFL players Chris Johnson, Devin Hester, and what animal? A greyhound, an ostrich, a cheetah, or a horse? In 2013, National Geographic hosted a race between NFL players, Chris Johnson, Devin Hester, and what animal? Was it a greyhound? Was it an ostrich? Was it a cheetah? Was it a horse? I really think it was a cheetah, and they just got destroyed by it. Final answer? Yes. That's correct. Good job. I think I vaguely remember that, and I just feel like they did it, and it's like, well, newsflash a cheetah is very fast, (laughs) and a human is not, comparatively speaking. Next. What is the term for getting three consecutive strikes in bowling? An out, a turkey, a squash, a hat trick. Oh, God. An out, oh, no. a turkey, a squash, a hat trick. 
the term for getting three consecutive strikes in bowling? I don't know. This is going to be a twenty. I have twenty five percent chance. It's interesting to me that you don't know this. Um, three consecutive strikes. I doubt it's a hat trick because that's what a hat trick is called in every single sport. So I feel like it would be, unless I'm overthinking it. I'm going I'm out a, turkey squash hat trick. I I don't know why. I'm going to say turkey. That's correct. Wow. Three consecutive Gosh, strikes it. in bowling. How many times have you been I, bowling in your life? I mean, uh, maybe a couple dozen, but okay. I've sure as hell <laughs> never had three straight strikes, nor has really anyone I've played with. Okay, are you ready? Yes. Uh, Tony Dungy became the first African-American coach to win a Super Bowl when he led which team to victory in 2007? The Lions, the Falcons, the Ravens, or the Colts? That was one of those where... I would have blurted it out when you said Tony Dungy. Right. Um, but uh, I knew I had to listen to the answers. It's the Colts, Indianapolis Colts. Because you like your points, and I would have had to move on to yeah. the next player. You would have slapped me, figuratively speaking. <laughs> NFL player Chad Johnson legally changed his name in 2008 <laughs> to reflect his jersey number. What was his jersey number? 1, 47, 85, or 25? 85, because that's Ocho Cinco. Okay. One more. This You got four in a row, right? Yeah. NASCAR driver Carl Edwards is known for doing what acrobatic move to celebrate a win? A cartwheel, a backflip, spinning on his head, or a somersault? <laughs> Even a spinning on his head would be great. It's a backflip. I love the already, idea of him just like spinning like a top one, I asked, on a on very asphalt. hot asphalt. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, asked Ryan the question. He immediately yeah. like imitates <laughs> a backflip right yeah, I away. I can't do much because then, then I'd bang my to head. Reach for the, uh, he starts to reach for the card before it's over. I, me and, uh, fun fact, uh, sidebar, speaking of Carl Edwards, me and my brother last night, late last night, all day yesterday, FS1 ran greatest NASCAR races of all time. Uh-huh. And we watched the, I think it was the 2005 Talladega Spring Race where Kislowski wrecked. Uh, oh, yeah, when Carl he was Edwards. not even the two. He was like 06 or 07. He was 09. Carl, 09. He, yeah. he wrecked Carl Edwards, and Carl Edwards got out of his car. Carl Edwards went into the catch fence, back yeah. down, then got out and walked across the start finish line. Yeah, that was a horrific wreck. But that was. Well-rounded. That was a bunch of different sports. That's and why I really I, like I, this. I got forced in the bowl because I thought I'd heard of the word turkey for with no idea what reference to what sport. So, luck on that one. Okay, Brant, you ready? This, the, the bar is high. Go <laughs> ahead. What is the name for the 1974 heavyweight championship boxing match between George Foreman and Muhammad Ali? Rumble in the Jungle, Golden Gloves, Fists of Fury, The Brutal Bout. The name for the 1974 heavyweight championship boxing match. Rumble in the Jungle, Golden Gloves, Fist of Fury, The Brutal Bout. I do believe that was the Rumble in the Jungle. You do believe correctly. Well done. Very nice. Okay, Brant. These are nice. Who did the United States women's soccer team defeat in the 2019 FIFA Women's World Cup? Was it Russia, the Netherlands, Japan, or Norway? I believe it was Japan. No, bro. Yeah. That was that was probably going to be my guess. Now I got to think about it. Okay. I feel like Japan was they, the World Cup before. I think Maybe. you're right. I think that's what it is. I think I remember watching that at the beach 
with friends from high school though in the World Cup before. I was random. No one cares about that, but there's I you're not crazy. Like, I, I really I remember, think Japan was the one before. I remember that. the women's team beating Japan in a big match at some point. Brooks, who did the United States women's soccer team defeat to win the 2019 FIFA Women's World Cup? Russia, the Netherlands, Japan, or Norway? Well, I know who it's not right now, or one of them that's not. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Um, I'm going to say the Netherlands. That is the correct answer. Let's go. Gosh, they did it. defeat Japan in the 2015 Women's World okay. Cup. All right, so Brooks, All it's right. over to you. And Shout this, out to Carly Lloyd. This starts... Your series of five. Okay. A oh, steal does not get, count towards so, your total. So you could get six. So you could so get, get six. six. Okay. All right. Let's go. That was kind of brutal. <laughs> this Brooks, sucks. Yeah. What does the NHL do to hockey pucks before each game? Warm them up, sand them, freeze them, or weigh them. What does the NHL do to hockey pucks Ooh. before each game? I don't know. Ryan, do you know? Um, I'm going to say freeze them. That's correct. Yes. Okay. So no, I did not know. I okay. was going to say sand them. Okay. I didn't think I didn't think they warmed them because <laughs> yeah. then the ice would start <laughs> melting in places if the pucks just chilled, chilled there. No pun intended. All right. Which <laughs> NFL team's mascot is a prospector named Sourdough Sam? Huh? <laughs> Which NFL team's mascot is a prospector Named Sourdough Sam. I okay. think I know the answer. I didn't Is know that was his name. The Houston Texans, uh-huh. the Seattle Seahawks, uh-huh. the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh-huh. or San Francisco 49ers? I'm going I'm to go with who I think. It sounds like it should be the obvious one, so I'm going to go San Francisco. That is correct. All right. Shout out sourdough to Sourdough Sam. Sam. Sourdough I did Sam. not know that. That's awesome. Brooks. Yeah. The driver is an example of what type of golf club that is used to hit the ball long distances? A wood, an iron, a wedge, or a hybrid? Uh, I'm going to say a wood. Correct. I was, I was really? teetering there between the wood and hybrid because I knew it wasn't an iron. I knew it wasn't a wedge. But I was like, no, uh, hybrids just a yeah. little bit smaller. Yeah, hi- and hybrids, their faces look kind of like woods. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you're dead on. Ryan's Golf. got a nice pair of hybrids. Or I do. Hybrids. I hit three hybrid from about two hundred. That's the that's the club there. Yep. Okay. No one what number is this? I was about to say this, these this are numbers that I know. What is the last name of the players who were the first father and son duo to hit back to back home runs? Bonds. Cruz, Trout, Griffey. I'm going to say Griffey. You're going to say the correct answer. I don't think anybody else this play, sucks. With, play with their dads. Have Back they? to Brooks. The four events in women's gymnastics Ooh. are vault, uneven bars, beam, and what? The pommel horse, rings, parallel bars, or floor? Since I'm a season ticket holder for Auburn Gymnastics, I hope I know this, and it's floor. You do know that. Well done. The other, the other are the men's gymnastics. I think, yeah, the other three are men's gymnastics. I see. I want to know that. I think the men do the vault, and that's the only one they have in common. Okay. Are you ready? Uh, I am. Good okay. job, Brooks. Thank you. What is the name of the stadium in which the University of Hawaii Rainbow Warriors football team play? Aloha Stadium, Luau Stadium, 
Ohana Stadium or Mahalo Stadium? Aloha. <laughs> that is correct. I would like to date these cards because <laughs> Aloha Stadium no longer exists. Uh, mm. Ryan, Larry Bird played for what team his entire wow. professional basketball career? The Knicks, the Bulls, the Celtics, the 76ers. The Boston Celtics. Well done. Does he get bonus points for the accent? <laughs> it was a terrible accent, so no. Ryan, <laughs> what does the J in basketball player Dr. J's name stand for? Jamal, Julius, Jerry, or Jim? Julius. Have you ever had an orange Julius from Dairy Queen? By I actually the way? never have. Okay. Are That's, they good? I've, I don't know. I've always been intrigued. I have too. Is, like is it like a, a Sherbert? I guess That's so. what it sounds like. Okay. Send us your tweets at Sports Call You. Tell us what the orange Julius is. <laughs> what was the first, or what? Who, who was the first MLB pitcher to ever have a pitch? Clocked at over 100 miles per hour. Ooh, that's a good one. Who was the first MLB pitcher to ever have a pitch clocked at over 100 miles per hour? Sandy Koufax, Justin Verlander, Nolan Ryan, Cy Young. Nolan Ryan was my thought, so I'm going to go Nolan Ryan. That is correct. If, if they had a, a gun on Cy Young, I want to see what that gun yeah, looked if like. If he threw 100 <laughs> back in 1900 or whenever he pitched, uh, I see why he won 500 games. I don't see how he pitched all the innings he did. I, I'm really enjoying this. This is a fun installment I'm of, not. of Sports Call Trivia. <laughs> We're going to get back to you. I have a card. And it's a long game. It's a long game. <laughs> I believe this is my last one, Brent. It is so. your last it, it one. It is. You're going to get to 10. Your first question was about a cheetah, you know? And, and we've had <laughs> other... Like, this is great. All right. Let's see if you can knock this one out of the park. Or if you can land this. What is the name of the skateboard trick oh. first performed by Tony Hawk oh. on a half pipe in June of 1999? Okay. Boneless. 900. Stale fish, McTwist. Okay, that's at McDonald's. <laughs> um, I've heard 900 before, and I think it's talked about a lot now. But that if it's if it's something that exists, which I can't verify the others do necessarily, and I think 900 is a big deal because I think that's how much they rotate. I'm going to go 900. That's the correct answer. Well done. It's 900 degrees of rotation, isn't it? I think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I do think all of those other moves are real. A McTwist is real. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Like, I, I think that is a legit I thing. Think that's the I don't know. I played Tony Hawk Pro Skater when I was a kid. Are you ready? No. <laughs> Here you go. Mr. Daughtry. Hello. What channel is sometimes transformed into the Ocho, showing obscure sports and competitions? ESPN2. NBC Sports, Fox Sports, or the NFL Network? It is ESPN2. That is the correct The answer. only way that could have been confusing is if you just named ESPN, yeah. ESPN2, yeah. ESPNU, <laughs> and ESPN News. Uh, what team Shout did the United ESPN States eight. hockey team Come on. defeat in the Miracle on oh, okay. Ice yeah, yeah, yeah. game at the 1980 Summer Olymp- or Winter Olympics? Finland, Soviet Union, Norway, or Canada. That would be the Soviet Union. That would be the correct answer. The USSR. Bonus points. Do you know who called the, the miracle on ice? Sure don't. I do. Ryan? Do you believe in miracles? Yes, said a young 
Al, Al Michaels. Michaels. Ah. Great autobiography that he wrote about that. Yes. Um, what are MLB baseballs rubbed with before they are allowed to be used in a game? Ooh. Sand, syrup, mud, sandpaper. What are Major League Baseball baseballs rubbed with before they are allowed to be used in a game? Sand, syrup, mud, sandpaper. I believe the answer is mud. That is for the both correct baseballs answer. and footballs. I was laughing when you said syrup because that made me think of Major League when that guy is showing. Uh, I think Charlie Sheen's character how to pitch. And he just like spits on the ball. He shows him he's got like some some Vaseline or something on his body. He's got like four different substances on body. Yeah, you could just put a little bit of this, get a little extra on your breaking ball, a little bit on your fastball, and uh, syrup is uh, something that it feels like he tried to put on there. Okay, are we ready? This is question number four. This is your fourth. Okay, what kind of fruit baskets were the first basketball hoops made from? Fun. We briefly said this well, yeah. last week on the we show. Did. That's a callback. Strawberry, apple, orange, or peach? Strawberry, <sighs> apple, orange, or peach? What kind of fruit baskets? I don't recall this being said on the show. I'm going to go with apple. Not quite. Gosh the darn first it. first basketball hoops were what was the strawberry okay. apple? My my orange, rationale was there was or like peach. All right, it was in New York, right? And in the area, the big apple and you know apple. I don't know if there's any connection there. I, or not. I like the logic there. It's not apple, so I'm going to say peach. Peach is correct. Massachusetts is where we were going for. Ah. where Dr. James Naismith was. All right, Brooks. Now you get. It's I mean, those Northeast. steals are killer. Yeah, this. Sucks. What's that look on your face? I need him not to get more than three. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ryan, to be fair, knows? I think we're through about half the stack right also, now. Also, who knows how long this will go on? <laughs> right. True. Um, all right. All right. A ball that gets stuck in the famous ivy at Wrigley Field is ruled as what? Okay. A ground rule double, a home run, a foul ball, or a single? A uh, ground rule double. Correct. Which Hit the boxer... Button. Which boxer became the oldest heavyweight champion at 45 when he defeated his 27-year-old opponent, Michael Moore? Mike Tyson, Evander Holyfield, Lennox Lewis, or George Foreman? Which boxer became the oldest heavyweight champion at 45 years old? I don't know. Tyson, Holyfield, Lewis, Foreman. Gosh, um, I'm going to say Holyfield. Ah! That is not correct. I'm pretty confident, and now I'm going to get it wrong, but that's fine. I believe it's George Foreman. You believe correctly it is George Foreman. And the only reason is Dad loved a good George Foreman grill. I was going to say, and, uh, I was I was like, was it George Foreman? And I was like, no, I, like he's, he gr- sells grills. Like, There's no way he was a, the heavyweight <laughs> champion that late in life. <laughs> Uh, are you having he fun? was selling yeah. grills at 45. So, so both me and Ryan it, used George Foreman grills and logic for our guests. For different reasons. But I went <laughs> different ways. A little better that you got a steal? Yeah, I feel great. I mean, I'm, I'm going to miss this one now that I said I'm feeling great. <laughs> yeah. But at All this right. second in time, doing great. He's heating up. He's on fire. 
and Boom Shakalaka are all quotes from what 1993 video game? NBA Live 93, NBA All-Star Challenge, Basket Brawl, or NBA Jam? He's heating up. He's on fire. Boom shakalaka are all quotes from what video game? It's not NBA Live. What did you say? There's an NBA Brawl? A Basket Brawl. No. An NBA All-Star Challenge or NBA Jam? I'm going to go NBA Jam. That's correct. That game is That's the most so famous, most famous of any of those. Um, NBA, I mean, NBA Live is well known now, but I, it just didn't come out back then. During what inning of a baseball game is the song "Take Me Out to the Ball Game" usually sung? Seventh, fifth, ninth, first. Brooks is over here, just like give him the card. <laughs> give, give him the card. It's the seventh inning. That is correct. All right, this one might be a little tricky here. Okay. Who were the first performers at the very first Super Bowl halftime show? Oh, boy. In 1967. This will be difficult. Leonard Skinner? No. The Beatles? The Three Stooges? (laughs) Or The Temptations? Who? I think those often. Were the performers at the very first Super Bowl halftime show? In 1967. I don't think the Temptations are that old. I, I think it's got to be the Beatles. Skinner, the Beatles, the Three Stooges, or the Temptations. The Beatles. Really? Okay. Oh, boy. There you go, Brant. Guess the Three Stooges, yeah, I dare you. I, like, I'm kind of <laughs> half tempted to because that's like the obvious answer out, right? Um, the very first Super Bowl halftime show. In 67. In 67. I'm going to guess Leonard Skinner. Dang it. Incorrect. You see, now I'm tempted to actually guess that. <laughs> so it's either The Temptations or The Three Stooges. I just don't know if The Three Stooges ever did like live performances. I'm going to say The Temptations. Oh, really? Wow. wow. It was The Three Stooges. Man. The very first Super Bowl halftime show, 1967. That would have been my last guess. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. it was Brooks's last guess. Would have been your last guess. Probably, yeah. yeah. All right, well. Man. All right, Whoops. point out of the way. I thought we were doing Freebird at halftime. And, and now. That would have been awesome. <laughs> yeah, been, now it's your turn. You ready for a run? Oh, is it my turn? Okay. No, I mean, missed it. That's fair. How many NBA <clears throat> championships did Michael Jordan win during his first time playing for the Bulls? Oh, his first time. During his time playing with his the Bulls. T- his total. Let me, okay. let me read this again. Okay. How many NBA championships did Michael Jordan win during his time playing for the Bulls? Okay. Nine, six, four, or two? I'm going to be really embarrassed if I get this wrong because I'm not 100% sure about this, but I do think it is six. You do think okay. correctly. I'm going to say okay. Nicki Minaj has a great lyric. Uh, wow, well, really? That. I don't what listen, is her lyric? I don't listen uh, to Nicki Minaj. It's something, something, LeBron ain't got six rings. Fair. Okay. Mm. Mm. Sung mm. a little bit. Mm. Mm. You wanted me to say it. Okay. LaFraud. Back to you. Are you ready? <laughs> Which WWE wrestler won an Olympic gold medal in wrestling? Triple H, Ric Flair, Kurt Angle, The Rock. Gold medal in wrestling. Triple H, Ric Flair, Kurt Angle, The Rock. I think two of those four were collegiate wrestlers. 
and I think the one who won a gold medal was Kurt Angle. You think nice. correctly. Well done, Mr. Daughtry. I think the other one was Triple H. I think he was a collegiate wrestler. Ric Flair and The Rock were not. Here's your third question. First aired in 1993 on ESPN, the yearly ESPY Athletic Achievement Awards show moved to what network in 2015? NBC, ABC, Spike TV, or CBS? Read that question one more time. First aired in 1993 on ESPN, the yearly ESPY Athletic Achievement Awards show moved to what network? NBC, ABC, Spike TV, or CBS? I did not hear the question clearly. ABC. Is the correct answer. Okay. Here's your fourth. This is my fourth. Yeah, this is my fourth. What is the mascot's name for the Philadelphia Phillies? What is the mascot's name for the Philadelphia Phillies? The Philly Fanatic, the Philly Freak, <laughs> the Philly Phyllis, <laughs> Pennsylvania Pete. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Philly Fanatic. Let me, let me, I want to see if they spelled freak with a PH. They absolutely <laughs> did. They absolutely did spell freak with a PH. That's awesome. What was the last one? Pennsylvania what? Pennsylvania Pete. 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 Or Philly, Philly Phyllis. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready? Mr. Daughtry, for your final question. I am. You looked at Brooks when you said that. I know. Um, I'm ready. Yogi Berra played what position for the Yankees? Mm. Shortstop, catcher, pitcher, outfielder. He was a catcher. That is the correct And a giver of incredible quotes. Back to you, Mr. Childress. All right. I'll try not to mess this up. Are you ready? (laughs) I have nine. As of 2020... Uh Uh-huh. Which NBA player has blocked the most shots in the NBA? He just went cross-side for a second. <laughs> Is it Dikembe Mutombo? Uh-huh. Is it Dwight Howard? Uh-huh. Hakeem Olajuwon? Okay. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? As of 2020, which NBA player has blocked the most shots in the NBA? Dikembe Mutombo? Dwight Howard? Hakeem Olajuwon, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I don't know. I I know Matumbo was you know famous for blocking shots, but I don't know if he had the most. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had the most points, but did he? I don't think he had the most block shots. Uh, I'm gonna say Dwight Howard. Yeah. That is not the correct answer. I was between two of them. And so I really wanted Brooks to say one of the two and be wrong. He didn't. <laughs> Just being. <laughs> Being, uh, that was there. his first question too. The yeah, stinks. those were uh, yeah. Ooh, uh, yeah. I don't know. As of 2020, which NBA player has blocked the most I'm shots gonna go in Matumbo. league history? Matumbo, Howard, Elijahwan, uh, Abdul Jabbar. You're going Matumbo. Go that is incorrect. I'll uh, say the okay. answer choices again. <laughs> okay. I will not remind you what these guys have said. Okay. Dikembe Mutombo, Dwight Howard, Hakeem Olajuwon, or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? I'm going to go with Hakeem Olajuwon. That is the correct answer. Nice. You get the point. He was my first guess. I remember him being like 11 billion time defensive player of the year. So, uh, we will reset here for a moment. Okay. And you will still start first for us. What is our score update right now, though? I believe I have 13. Brandon said he had 9, so now he's got 10. Let me double check. I do indeed have 10. I wanted to recap. I've got eight. Really? Yep. Okay. 
Yes, I have 13. Well done. Let's take a timeout. Let's take a timeout here on the program. The fun will continue. We're having fun. I like having fun. Yeah. Let's keep this going. It's competitive. Back and forth we go. It is spicy. (laughs) They raced cheetahs once upon a time. And the Philly freak does not exist. As much as maybe Pennsylvania Pete should. (laughs) Back in a moment. Want to know how easy it is to listen to our show? All you have to do with your Amazon smart device is say, Alexa, play Sports Call Auburn. Want more Sports Call? Check us out online at sportscallauburn.com. Back on Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show. J.J. Jackson with Ryan LaVoy, Brant Daughtry, and Brooks Childress having fun on this Monday as we continue to move forward with our Sports Call Trivia today. We're in the midst of Sports Call Trivia. Here it is. These guys claim to know everything about the world of sports. Let's see how much they really know. It's time to play Sports Call Trivia. It's our favorite. Never once claimed that I knew everything. Uh, You have 13 points, Mr. LaVoy. See you have... Ten. Ten. You have... Ocho. Ocho. Uh, we've had questions about basketball, baseball, football, skateboarding. Wrestling. Wrestling. Gymnastics. Gymnastics. NASCAR. Ice skating. NASCAR. Peach baskets. It's all over or, the place. Yeah, origin stories. <laughs> Super Bowl halftime shows. All Sourdough the above. Sam's. Um, <laughs> Shout out to the Three Stooges. Ryan, it's your turn. To set up a run of five, if you can get this first question right. Let's see. I'm taking you to the world of gymnastics. Okay. Which female gymnast is famous for winning a gold medal at the 1996 Olympics despite performing with an injured ankle? Sean Johnson, Mary Lou Retton, Shannon Miller, or Carrie Strug? Oh, boy. I would not know the answer to this if I, I was yeah. asked this question. I certainly don't. Uh, which female gymnast is famous for winning a gold medal at the 1996 Olympics despite performing with an injured ankle? Sean Johnson, Mary Lou Retton, Shannon Miller, Carrie Strug. See, I've only heard of two of those to begin with, too. Nancy Kerrigan. Uh, <laughs> yes, correct <clears throat> Correct injury, wrong sport. I'd be incredibly off. I do not know. This is a guess. Sean Johnson. Not quite. Read me the names again. Sean Johnson, Mary Loretton, Shannon Miller, Carrie Strug. I'm going to go Carrie Strug. You're going to go with the right answer. Hey! Carrie Strug is the right answer, Mr. Daughtry. Look at that. Well done. And you get the question. You've nice. gotten control of the board. I have the board. Uh, which president was the first to be inducted into the World Golf Hall of Fame, selected for popularizing the sport in the United States. I feel like these are getting harder. Mr. Dwight D. Eisenhower, Richard Nixon, Abraham Lincoln, Jimmy Carter, the first president to be inducted into the World Golf Hall of Fame. I'm going to go with Dwight D. Eisenhower. You're going to go with the correct answer. Feels like the time frame is right. I was hoping you wouldn't get that one. I, I was fairly. Did set you know on that? that one. I was fairly. I wouldn't know it for sure, but I was fairly set on Eisenhower. I went with like Lincoln's probably too early, Carter's probably too late, and I doubt they put Nixon in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Tyson was the final opponent in which classic video game for the original Nintendo? 
George Foreman's KO Boxing, <laughs> Ring King, Power Punch 2, or Punch Out. It a is. classic video game. Who was Mike Tyson the final opponent in? It was Punch Out. That is the correct answer. Punch Out. I was, I was going to say, if I have to get put on another boxing question, I was just going to quit. <laughs> this is number three? This is number four or three? This three. is number three of my run okay. because I stole from you got Ryan. the steal. That's right. Are you prepared for this next question? Absolutely. Okay. Slugger is the mascot for which MLB team? Oh, wow. Slugger with three R's. Okay. Pittsburgh Pirates, Colorado Rockies, Detroit Tigers, Kansas City Royals. What? Uh, Who is Slugger the mascot for? Slugger. Pirates, Slugger Rockies, Tigers, R's. Royals. Royals. It's the correct answer. Woo-hoo. Well done. You See, s- you told me three R's, and I was like, I went down. I immediately thought Royals, but oh. then when you put the Tigers in there, I said, Oh no! I th- it could be one of those because R- three R's. I was going with some sort of cat, but then I started to think about. The now pirates. that I look at it, it kind of looks like a messed up version of the R sound that we associate with pirates. So if I had read that, Ugh. I probably would have said pirates. As of 2020, baseball Number player four. Ricky Henderson holds the record for most career what? Stolen bases, foul balls, home runs, errors. Stolen bases. Is the correct answer. Well done. Field in Oakland is named for him. Not the stadium, but the field. Do they keep records for foul balls? <laughs> I, that, I, I thought that was interesting, too. This is my last one, I believe. Uh, teams race from Anchorage to what other city in the yearly... Iterod dog sledding race. They're racing from Anchorage to what other city in the yearly Iterod dog sledding race? Juneau, Ottawa, Nome, Kodiak. Anchorage is in Alaska. I know this. Read me the city names again. Juneau, Ottawa, Nome, Kodiak. I'm going to go with Nome. You're going to go with the right answer, Mr. Daughtry. That was a total guess. I didn't think it would be Ottawa because I know Ottawa's in Canada and I doubt they would cross country lines. And yet but they that do. is uh, all all I had. Wait, is Nome in Canada? No, Nome is Alaska. Nome is okay. in Alaska. Well, there you go. According to Mr. Childress. There you go. I believe that. And was this fifth. is number five. This is number five? I don't know. How many okay. do you have? You had 13 before the steal, correct? One, two, th- no, you had 13. Uh, he yeah. had nine. I had, I had 10. I now have yeah, one, two, ten. three, ten. four, five, six, seven, eight. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. So that was my last one. That was your last one. Here we go. All right. No boxing. Are you prepared? Yes. Which football team won the first Super Bowl, defeating the Kansas City Chiefs 35-10? to 10? Cowboys, Packers, Patriots, Buccaneers. The Green Bay Packers. Is the correct answer. Go well pack, done. Go. That was number one. Number two. Is that Bart Starr? In feet... Brooks. Oh, no. How high above the ground is a regulation basketball hoop? 15, 9, 10, or 12? 12? Is oh. the incorrect answer. Mr. Lavoy. 10. Is the correct answer. There's a steal for Ryan Lavoy. 
That was one. That was the question, like you do in math, where you had a number and you just picked whichever one was closest to whichever one you were thinking. Uh-huh. I was thinking thirteen, oh. and then I was like, "Oh no!" Uh-huh. Should we raise hoops so people dunk less? <laughs> that is my question. That's an important question to ask. Don't I don't you think? think it I is. I think we should lower hoops. I was so about to say, let's make it lower so yeah. Chris Paul can dunk. So yeah. I can dunk. <laughs> That's the one thing I've wanted to do athletically in my lifetime. Yeah. I can dunk on a nine foot goal. dunk once on a regulation 10-foot hoop and go from there. The hour is almost up. That's why we're pausing here for a second, but let's reset the score. I have 14. 16. 16. A new leader. You've got nine. You've got nine. All right. I added one. It's a long race. Vindication. A long race. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Amen, and we're having some fun. All right, here we go. We've reached the end of the hour. We're back with more fun after this. Alongside Ryan LaVoy, Brant Daughtry, and Brooks Childress, my name is JJ Jackson. Two hours in the books, and we're rolling. Two hours of Sports Call are finished. Don't touch that radio dial. We've got one more hour to go. Whether you're leaving work, cruising around town, or listening on demand, we've still got some fun left for you. To be part of the show, give us a call at 334-887-3401 locally or toll-free at 1-888-9-TIGER-9. Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show has been on the air since 1995 and is ready for 60 more minutes of fun. Now, let's get this hour of Sports Call started. All right, here we are. It's our third and final hour of Sports Call here today on Tiger 95.9 FM and on the Tiger Communications app. JJ Jackson inside the studio with the Ryan the Boy, Brant Daughtry, and Brooks Childress. A very fun, intense new version of sports call trivia being played right now. A lot of great questions being asked, uh, and it's my favorite thing to do as uh, we're having fun in our final week of shows here in 2022. Let's reset the scores once more. If you're just now joining us, how many points do you have, Brooks? Nine. Brant? 16. Ryan? 14. Okay. All right. That's where we're at. 14, See, I kicked the point nine. after both times. Brant went for two. I've kicked three goals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brooks you needs a red zone. You can't beat offense. me if I have more points. <laughs> yeah. my, Brooks Witt had to go for field goals. My off. I'm just, listen. <laughs> what I'm doing is I'm just modeling my offense after the New England Patriots this year, where we can drive the ball into like the to the 40 yard line and kick a long field goal. Yeah, and that's our point. <laughs> that's what you could do. Yeah. Um, so here we are. We're asking questions individually. You can get up to five questions in a row. You've got to listen to all four answer choices presented before submitting an answer, or the question or the answer is incorrect. All right. Mr. LaVoy, are you ready to get back at it? Let's give it a go. Down by two. Some of these questions, incredibly difficult. Who played the very first halftime show in 1967, guys? The Three Stooges. The Three Stooges did. The Three Stooges. It was not Leonard Skinner, The Beatles, or The Temptations. Some questions are 
pretty easy yeah. that have been asked, right? Who played for the Boston Celtics? Or what team did Larry Bird play for? The Bird. Boston Celtics. You let know me, I mean? let me a lot guess. of people that played for the Boston Celtics. That's true. Mm. Um, are you ready for your first question, Ryan? Let's do it. What is the color of the jacket awarded to the winner of the Masters Golf Tournament? White, green, red, or blue? Green. Are you okay with that question? I know it's a question I like when I look over at Brooks and he's just like, yeah, I get it. Give it, it, it to him. Um, okay, next question, Mr. Lavoy. Brett Favre only attempted four passes during his rookie season with what NFL team? The Giants, the Broncos, the Seahawks, the Falcons. Brett Favre attempted only four passes during his rookie season with what NFL team? Let me preface this. <clears throat> I knew this. I did. If I did not know this, and I just turned to my left at Brant's reaction, <laughs> it would have made it clear. It's, yeah. the, it's the Atlanta Falcons. That is the correct answer. We are tied. Yeah. Uh, to take the lead, Mr. Lavoy. Yep. You like football? Yeah. Okay. Uh, which football announcer is, lo- is known for wearing team mascot heads on the show College Game Day? Kirk Herbstreet? Lee Corso, Chris Fowler, Desmond Howard. At least they put all the people that are actually on that <laughs> show. That's pretty good, but it's uh, Lee Corso. The correct answer, you now have the lead. Well done. Do you like NASCAR? I love NASCAR. Okay. Ryan, what room, was room. Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s car number when he Ooh. won the Daytona 500 in 2004? 47, 8, one thirty. They could have made it spicy if they had said eight and eighty-eight because he then won a Daytona five hundred in the eighty-eight driving for Hendrick Motorsports. But in two thousand four, he still drove for DEI in the Budweiser number eight. That is the correct answer. Well done. That was four in a row for you. Here's number five. Do you like movies? Well, yes, I do. Okay. (laughs) All right. Stop giving him things he likes. (laughs) In 2007, a film was made starring Will Ferrell titled Blades of Glory. Oh, I didn't watch this, though. (laughs) It's about what sport? Oh, well. Hockey, fencing, figure skating, or speed skating? Oh, no. The 2007 film starring Will Ferrell, Blades of Glory, is about what skating. sport? Figure skating. You think the okay. correct answer. I knew. Really? I thought it was speed skating. Well, I Man. hadn't seen it, but well, I also, and I, I knew he skated. That's I what I knew, and I knew it. it wasn't hockey or anything like that. I so. thought I thought I could at least get to Brant when Ryan said I didn't see it, and then Brant said I thought it was speed skating. It could have gotten to me, <laughs> and I would have gotten it. Okay, Brant, your turn. Howdy. I like setting these up for you. Do you like golf? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fam- famously, do not like. Yeah, golf. we did a whole segment speaking of the green jacket about how he did not like the Masters. According to the official rules of golf, what is the maximum number of clubs a player can carry in their back? God, I. Ten, fourteen, eleven, or six. The maximum number of clubs: ten, fourteen, eleven, or six. So I don't like golf, but I have played the PGA 2K games every now and then. Okay, this might help. And they do limit the number of clubs you can carry. I cannot remember what that number is. I believe 
It is 10. Incorrect. Brooks. It sucks. <laughs> it is your turn, Mr. Childress. <laughs> I need the answers again. Okay. Number of clubs maximum allowed in a golf bag. 10, 14, 11, or 6. Ten? That's that's what he. I I was blank to couldn't remember what you said. I am baffled. Wow, Ryan, a chance to steal. So usually you put in your bag. You go like (laughs) driver, three wood, (laughs) and uh, sometimes you have a hybrid or or another wood. So that's three. Then you go three iron, four iron, six iron, seven iron, eight iron, nine iron, P wedge. You go, uh, you go with another couple wedges though. I, I'm actually not a hundred percent sure on this. I thought it was either eleven or fourteen, and congrats to neither one on guessing one of the two. <laughs> you out? Yeah. Which might not help me out. <laughs> so you, part of my plan. inadvertently, Brooks, you might have helped yourself because I think it's fourteen. That's yeah. the correct answer. Fourteen, the maximum number of clubs you can carry. Yeah, because uh, you get to be at least creative enough to where you know some people carry a two iron but won't carry a five wood. Some do a couple hybrids instead of their lower irons. Some people have sand wedges, gaff wedges, lob wedges. So I, I never care. By the way, I played golf in high school. I never carried the maximum number, which is why I was a little unsure because I only carried like 10 because I only carried two wedges. Right. And by the way, that really hurt Brant because that was his first question possible. Yes. And so no run was created. So now we're on to Brooks. Yeah. Brooks. All right. Which basketball player portrayed Roger Murdoch in the 1980 comedy film Airplane? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Larry Bird, Charles Barkley, Michael Jordan. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That is the correct answer. Have you seen that movie? I have. I have not seen it. Oh, Airplane. you know he's – well, you haven't seen Dad it. Dad says you don't get say, back on defense. I was about to say, Brooks, like every two months, comes <laughs> the in here hell and I said – don't. <laughs> <laughs> and, and says the line where uh, I forgot the first part of it, but we're counting on you, even though you've already landed. Yeah, in the mm-hmm. movie that bit. You say that from time. When to Leslie time? Nielsen keeps coming in I just the cabin, to let you you know that we're counting. But we're all counting on <laughs> he you. He does yeah. say that. Okay, okay. And I keep coming in and saying yes. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like Surely while they're while they're dramatically trying to land it, very stressed, and then even after they land it, it's great. You ready for your next question? Number two. James Naismith invented which sport? <laughs> Mixed martial arts. We have talked about this on the show. Basketball, this show. football, baseball. Uh, Mixed martial arts, basketball, football, or baseball. It was the one with the peach basket hoops, basketball. <laughs> That's yeah. correct. Well I love done. the idea of James Naismith just going out there and teaching kids jujitsu. Though, yeah, I was gonna say, little people, little do people know. A basketball and a mixed martial art. <laughs> Rounding it's down. It's like boxing and chess. It's that you can do both of them. Rounding down in inches. How tall was the original Stanley Cup? Rounding Jesus. down in inches. Okay. How tall was the original Stanley Cup? All right. 12, 36, 7, 23. And this is in inches? In inches. I'm asking on Brooks's behalf. Okay. I'm going to ask you 12. Incorrect. A chance to steal, Ryan LaVoy. The original. Down in inches, how tall was the original Stanley Cup? 
The original is what throws us off because if you've seen the thing now, it's massive. It's <laughs> clearly 30. It would be clearly at least three feet. I'm going to hope it is three feet. I'm going to say it's 36. The original 36 is your guess. Yes. Brent. Correct. Awesome. Brant. Yes. Rounding down in inches, how tall was the original Stanley Cup? 12, 36, 7, or 23? I believe it was seven inches. Wow. Correct. The Stanley Cup, what's cool about the Stanley Cup is that they keep, so the little <laughs> things around the, all the rings the that rings. they add, they keep adding that because they engrave the name of every winner Correct. onto those rings. So they keep having to add to it. That little bowl that's at the very top of the Stanley Cup was the original trophy. Wow. So he knew, he knew his stuff there. He, he deserved that point. I didn't know. I was just Good like, job, it's Brian. big now. That's what it Ryan. is massive. When the Carolina Panthers NFL team premiered in 1995, <laughs> they shared a stadium with what college football team for their first season? When the Carolina Panthers NFL team premiered in 1995, they shared a stadium with which college football Please be team? Easy choices because I don't know. NC State. Uh oh. Duke. Oh no. The University of South Carolina. Oh. Or Clemson. Oh, God. I don't know. When the Carolina Panthers NFL team premiered in 1995, where do they play now? Charlotte, North Carolina. I thought you were going to do our Bank of America. At Bank of America Stadium. That's, <laughs> That's the PA announcer to oh, a T. Oh, God. But they couldn't play at Bank of America Stadium right out of the gate. So yeah. where do they play? NC State, Duke, University of South Carolina, or Clemson? You know what's fun about that? None of those are in Charlotte. <laughs> yeah. That's where they are now. Where did they play? Surely they would not have wanted to play in a concrete bowl. <laughs> State and Raleigh would make sense because it's the capital. Uh, but they've also kind of liked South Carolina ties over time. Wow. And South Carolina's over on the other side. Say, I'm going to be stupid and say Clemson. You're going to okay. give me the right answer. The uh, Clemson that, University. Sorry. I celebrated by kicking my <laughs> headset off the table. No one, no one, look at me. Um, <laughs> But uh, you've all—they've had that weird fascination with South Carolina. Yeah. I guess that's why Charlotte I, is famously very near the state of South Carolina. It's right on the border. But I mean, my grandparents still, it's a actually decision. gave me a plaque of uh, the Clemson University North Carolina collab this weekend for Christmas. Wow! Funny really? Yeah. Wow! Oddly, full enough. circle for yes. that. Who, who would have wow. known? Uh, which boxer coined the term "rope-a-dope"? Muhammad Ali. Evander Holyfield, Sugar Ray Leonard, Joe Frazier. Who oh, coined know. the term rope-a-dope? Muhammad Ali, Evander Holyfield, Sugar Ray Leonard, Joe Frazier. I don't know. Uh, it's shot in the dark. I don't know. If I get it, it's luck. If not, Brant will get it. He likes boxing. Sugar Ray, Sugar Ray Leonard. Not correct. I, I don't really watch a lot of boxing. I watch MMA all the time. I want to say it was Muhammad Ali. You gave me the correct answer. Nice. Well done. All right. Are you ready? I'm very. Which NFL team recorded the song Super Bowl Shuffle in 1985? The Eagles, the Rams, the Dolphins, the Bears. Super Bowl Shuffle belongs to what NFL team? Eagles, Rams, Dolphins, Bears. I thought it was the Bengals originally, but that's not an answer, so it's obviously not them. I'm going to go with the Bears. <laughs> that's the correct answer. Okay. That was your first question. I was really hoping I was going to get that one. Here's that number is... two. 
That's 16. I, okay, I've got 19. Okay. Andre Agassi won his first Olympic gold medal for men's singles tennis in what year? Mm. 1992, 2000, 2008, 1996. I'm going to guess 1992. Not quite. Andre Agassi won his first Olympic gold medal for men's singles tennis in what year? 1992, 2000, 2008, 1996. Um, part of me wants to say one answer. I'm going to go 96. Correct answer, Brooks. That was a steal. The other one I wanted to say was 2000. I wanted to say 92 again. <laughs> <laughs> Here's number one for you, Brooks. Honestly, Moving again, I forgot, what he, uh, forgot which one he said the first time again. <laughs> At what university did MLB player Jackie Robinson letter in baseball, football, basketball, and track? UCLA, the University of Notre Dame, the University of Florida, the University of Michigan. Jackie Robinson lettered in football, baseball, track, and basketball. Where? UCLA. Correct answer. Job well done. I was just doing an unrelated Gator chomp. I know. (laughs) It was not to throw you off. It was just... Go, Gator. Are you ready, bro? <coughs> yes. Your next question. This is number two for you. All right. What is the popular name for the 1973 exhibition tennis match where Billy Jean King famously beat Bobby Riggs? Billy versus Bobby? Battle of the Sexes? Clash on the Court? Titans of Tennis? Battle of the Sexes. Correct. They made a movie on that a few years ago. They did. Really. I you think prepared? it was Oscar nominated. I could be wrong. It was right. award not some. This award. is number three for you. I'm ready. <clears throat> Started in 1995. What is the name of the yearly major extreme sports competition that is shown on ESPN? Intensity 9000, Epic Olympics, <laughs> X Games, Extreme Tournament. I wish all of them were real. Yeah, but it's that, just the they X all games. sound yeah. great. <laughs> Here's number four, Brooks. What was that first one again? Uh, Intensity 9000. (laughs) Intensity 9000. Of the four major sports organizations in our country, for everyone to be on the same page, the NBA, the NFL, the NHL, and MLB, which started holding official yearly drafts first, Ooh. MLB, mm. NFL, NHL, or NBA? Ooh. I do not know the I would not know the answer to that. That's a good question. Part of me wants to say one answer. But the other part of me wants to say another one. I'm gonna say MLB. It's not the right answer. See, that's the one I would have gone with because that league has existed the longest. But obviously they weren't forward-thinking, which in hindsight shouldn't be shocking because they've done <laughs> stupid things for a long time. Um, oh, so I can think of NBA drafts going back a long time. The NFL wasn't created until, what, the 60s? So, well, there was the NFL and AFL. I shouldn't say that. It was before then. But, oh, I don't know. Now that's, I was loving the process elimination path, which I now have failed at. NBA, NFL, NHL, and NBA, or MLB, excuse me, which organization started holding official yearly drafts first? I'm going to go 
quirky and I'm going to be stupid. Even though I just tried to eliminate, I'm going to go NFL. And you did the right thing. That's the right answer. When I figured out, there, there you go. If you ever try the process of elimination theory and you get to one and you're not sure if you can actually eliminate it, just go with that one. <laughs> Question number one for you, Ryan. Moving along. What sport played with the Frisbee was invented in America in 1968? Ultimate Frisbee, Extreme Frisbee, Disc Golf, Disc Darts. Oh. What sport played with a frisbee was invented in America in 1968? Oh, no. Ultimate oh. frisbee, extreme frisbee. This is frisbee, like that three-foot putt that you should golf, make, but it's a knee knocker, darts. and you could miss it. There's a little bump in the... Oh, I don't... Ultimate frisbee. No. Okay. <laughs> there was a pause there. I, I might have been quick. Ha- I didn't hand the card. Yeah. I knew it was either ultimate frisbee or disc golf. I, yeah. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. I got panicked because I'm like, okay. This is number two for you, Ryan. Are you ready? Yeah. How many stitches are there on a baseball? Oh no. How many oh, wow. stitches are there on a baseball? I don't know. Fifty-five. One hundred eight. Seventy-two. One twenty-five. 55, 108, 72, 125. 108. Is the correct answer. Wow. Well done. Wow. Well done. Question number three. Sarah Thomas was the first female to hold what job in the NFL? Sarah Thomas was the first female to hold what job in the NFL? Kicker. Head coach, referee, team owner. Referee. Well done. Shout out Sarah Thomas. Boise State was the first college football team to have a field that wasn't green. (laughs) What color is their field? Red, white, purple, or blue? That would be a famously blue field. Well done. And on to question number five. By the way... I would be nauseated if I have to look at that every single time. However, I appreciate the creativity. Maybe you find that it's not something that should be creative about, but at least trying to stand out when you are a smaller school, I can at least respect that. Do you think looking at the blue is bad? Watch a game for Eastern Washington home game where you know, it's red. That doesn't the, the bother red, me as the much. Red, the red bothers my eyes. The red really? looks so yeah, weird. I, I hate watching the red field. Things looked more defined there, and the blue, it kind of like – it, it like it's deeper like it like it, it's it seems like it's harder to differentiate i don't know i don't know what i'm saying <laughs> i i am so sorry that that anyway yeah move on coming I'll into shut. the fight as a 42 to 1 underdog buster douglas defeated which previously undefeated boxer in 1990 mike tyson george foreman manny pacquiao roy jones jr <laughs> <laughs> mike tyson Correct answer. Well done. Five points there for Pacquiao was good, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, Brant, your Hello. turn. Which NBA player had his own fighting video game on the Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo? Which NBA player had his own fighting video game on the Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo? Dennis Rodman, Carl Malone, Scottie Pippen, or Shaquille O'Neal? Would have been funny if it was Ron Artest. Uh, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Um, 
I'm going to go with Shaquille O'Neal. You're going to go with the right answer. Nice. Well done. Shaq Fu. I wouldn't have gotten it. Shaq Fu. <laughs> did you get the president question last time? He did. Uh, yeah. Uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower. So I'm going to give you another president question. Good. Okay? Uh, Bring it on. Let's go to the year 1910. <laughs> you remember it? No. <laughs> uh, in 1910, which president became the first to throw out a first pitch at an MLB game? We already asked the president that was first inducted into the Golf Hall of Fame. It was Dwight D. Eisenhower. This question is the president that became the first to throw out a first pitch at an MLB game. Teddy Roosevelt, Herbert Hoover, Woodrow Wilson, William Howard Taft. I've got no idea. This is question number two for you. Teddy Roosevelt, Herbert Hoover, Woodrow Wilson... William Howard Taft, first to throw out a first pitch. Teddy Roosevelt. Dang Incorrect. It. Dang it. Yeah. What is your guess? I'll have All my right, laughing in, in comment. 19 when? 1910? 1910. All right. Um, Not the other Roosevelt. Huh? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I'm going to say Taft. Correct answer. What's, man. what's funny about it being Taft is that he's famously one of the largest presidents. <laughs> so why in the hell did they look at Taft and be and green like that one? That's what it's so so weird about that. You ready, Brooks? Yeah. Question number one. What was the name of the football league featuring teams such as the Orlando Rage, Las Vegas Outlaws, and Chicago Enforcers? Extreme Football League, Worldwide Football League, American Football Alliance... Ultimate Football League. Extreme Football League, Worldwide Football League, American Football Alliance, Ultimate Football League. Um, Extreme Football League? Good yes. job, Brooks. Question number two for you, buddy. The Harlem Globetrotters had their own cartoon show in what decade? <laughs> the 80s, mm-hmm. the 90s, mm-hmm. the 60s, mm-hmm. the 70s. Wow, that was nice. <laughs> I'm going to say the 80s. Oh, Incorrect. That That's so cheap. You couldn't get one that you could just rule out. That, <laughs> that was... Because they did a crossover episode with Scooby-Doo. The Harlem Globetrotters that. had their own cartoon show Scooby's in what decade? Too, I know. Though. The very 80s, old. the 90s, the 60s, the 70s. He said the 80s, so I'm not going to say 80s. Um or did he? <laughs> Lord I tend to lean older, too. I'll just go 70s. Correct answer. Well done. That makes sense. All right. We're, we got one more round to go. One more round around. What's our score update, fellas? Oh, boy. All right. Counting am, exercise. Counting time. I am sitting at an even 20. I'm at 17. Okay. Ryan has made bank over there. You know what? I, can I? Oh, whatever. Okay. Let me count on well, time. You playing. You're good. One, yeah. two. Three, four, <laughs> five, I apologize, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, that's fun, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, hope the kids are learning the numbers, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight. It just wasn't stopping. All right, so you have how many? 17. And you have 20. 20. And 28. If this is the last round, I don't think Brooks or I can win. 
I'm within striking distance of Brant, though. That's true. Let's just play anyway. Here we go. Ryan LaVoy, how many NCAA soccer championships did Mia Hamm win while at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill? One, four, five, or two? So, here's the thing. (laughs) Carolina women's soccer is the most dominant program maybe in college athletics. There might be something in, like, water polo or something that Don't discount that that Vanderbilt bowling dynasty. Uh, But... Carolina women's soccer, won, ha, under Anson Dorrance, has won like twenty something national championships out of the thirty something they've had. Um, me ham, I it couldn't be one or two. It's four or five, and five would be a nice loophole. I'm going to say there's no loophole. Brant, this is your answer to be correct. If it's not four, heck yeah, uh, I'm going to say four. Four is the right answer. Gosh darn well it. How dare anybody discount the Texas Tech meat judging dynasty? <laughs> well, that's true. I mean, great meat that they judge. Ryan, the Maurice Richard Trophy is awarded each player to the NHL player who was the leader in what statistic during the season? Goal scored, assists, saves, shots on goal. Oh. I don't know this for a fact. Um, goal score, assists, saves, I'm gonna go shots assist. on goal. You're going to go assists. Yeah. Incorrect. The Maurice Richard Trophy is awarded to what NHL statistical leader? Goal scored, assists, saves, or shots on goal? I'm going to guess saves. Incorrect. Brooks. All right, so it's down to two. It's either getting them or how many times you went at it i'm gonna i'm, I'm just i'm gonna say goals that's the correct wow. answer okay. well that's done Brooks. A, i'm gonna say i wouldn't think they'd give a no trophy for no one talks about the names of those trophies no yeah I've, i know of the heart trophy but i don't but like i would i never obviously yeah. bill bailey's somewhere rolling over yeah. <laughs> angry but i had no idea angry that texting that rolling i had angry i had no idea that that was that what sport did Apollo Ono compete in to become the most decorated American athlete in Winter Olympics history? This is a question for Brant. Okay, cool. Your first question. What a, yeah, what a did sport did Apollo Ono compete in to become the most decorated American athlete in Winter Olympics history? Ski jumping, speed skating, figure skating, snowboarding. I have a feeling that Brooks and Ryan both know this I like them like a lot. immediately. I have made it very clear that I do not watch golf and I do not watch the Olympics very much. I'm gonna go snowboarding. Incorrect. This is a shame. Brooks. Yeah. Go quickly. What sport did Apollo Ono compete in to become <laughs> the most decorated American athlete in Winter Olympics history? That would be speed skating. That is the correct answer. I almost helped him, but he knew it. He knew it. Uh, I watch the Olympics. I, 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 that is something, along with curling, is just, I enjoy it a lot. You know what I was upset about? Curling's a lot of fun just to watch people yell at other people. This last Olympics, what I was upset about is because it was in Beijing, (laughs) all the events were, you know, the live events were at like midnight or beyond. Speed skating was always something they would show at 3 a.m. Yeah, I never watched it. I was sad. Yeah. Yeah. One of the one of the I, I'm a much more, and I think most people are in this boat. M- most people like the Summer Olympics more, yeah. 
And but speed skating is something I genuinely enjoy and very. You know, I mean, you're right. I don't recall really seeing any of it. You ready, Brooks? Yeah. What number did Jackie Robinson wear when he became the first black athlete to play in Major League Baseball? Five, eighteen, forty-two, or twenty-one? Uh, forty-two. Come on. Correct. It's a good movie too. Brooks, yet to see 42. it. What is the traditional name of the live bulldog mascot for the University of Georgia football team? Yeah. Red. <laughs> Georgie, <laughs> Dave the dog, <laughs> or Ugga. What is the traditional name? I wish it was three, but it's it's Ugga. That is the correct answer. Dave, Dave, Dave the dog. Dave the dog, well, Dave the dog sounds like D-A-W-G. a guy who'd go to Georgia. Yeah, D-A-W-G. D-A-W-G. Sounds like the nickname Dave of a dude in Georgia. Brooks. Dave. All right. Here's the, my dog, Dave. The Grand Slam in tennis. Are you familiar? Yes. Okay. Well, a Grand Slam requires a tennis player to win major championships in Australia, the United States, Britain, and which country? France, Canada, Sweden, or Spain? That would be the French Open at Roland Garros. Yes, sir. Well done. I guess I really didn't answer that. The so king, of, the the king of clay, answer. Rafael Nadal. So this favorite. is uh, your third question, Brooks. Uh, no, this is my fourth, fourth question. Your fourth question, Brooks. I stole Brooks. the speed skating one, and I've had three since. Okay. Your fourth question. The first UFC headliner fight featuring two females was head was held in 2013. Who did Ronda Rousey defeat in that fight? Amanda Nunez, Chris Cyborg, Holly Holm, or Liz Carmouche? <laughs> Liz Carmouche. Oh, I thought you were. I thought you were like cutting it off. Like you couldn't figure out what the last syllable was. Gosh, I don't know. Liz Carmouche, Holly Holm, Chris Cyborg, or Amanda Nunez. Who did Ronda Rousey defeat in the first UFC headliner? I'm gonna say Amanda Nunez. Correct. Holly Holm. Incorrect. Okay. Wow. I believe it was Liz Carmouche. That is the correct answer. Yeah, Point for uh, All those other there. three are all those other three are still fighting. Yeah. See, I never heard of Carmouche. That's yeah. why. I, and I don't. I would. UFC is what I. Well, yeah, no. wait, anyway. It I I would have gone Nunez. Cyborg, Do you want me to just home. finish these questions here, fellas? Yeah. I, I'm okay. If we have, if we have the time. There's about ten. Okay. Uh, well, that's more than that. That's like twenty. I don't know. There's like 10. Do we have time? Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. I don't care. Back to you. Sure. As of 2020, how many NFL teams have names inspired by birds? Oh. Four, seven, six, or five, Mr. Lavoy. As of 2020. <sighs> can, how long can I? How many <laughs> NFL teams have names inspired the by Falcons, birds? The Atlanta Philadelphia Eagles. The other team that knows. Okay, NC West is 49ers. Seahawks, three. Cardinals, four. And what's the other team in that division? Uh, Rams, 49ers, Seahawks, Cardinals. Okay, yep. So it's four in the NFC. I'm sorry. I I will get there. You just, just no, no one in the AFC East. Time, time limit before, so I AFC fair. South, Titans, Texans, Jags, Colts, no. AFC North, Ravens, five. Bengals, Browns. Uh, what's the other, other AFC North? Bengals, Browns, Ravens, Steelers. Okay, AFC West, Chargers. Uh, 
Um, AFC West, Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, Broncos. So that's well, five. Yeah. Correct. Well done. So I, mean, I apologize for that. I just That's just a thought exercise. Question number two. <clears throat> what is the name of the YouTube channel and Nickelodeon show where stars perform trick shots using sports equipment? Dude Perfect, First Try, Sports Ninja, or Watch This? Uh, Dude Perfect. Correct. What's funny, though, I wanted to say that every time I hear First Try, I think of Lego Batman, or the Lego movie, when <laughs> Batman throwing throwing that into the uh, security thing, trying to get the gate open, and gets it like the 20th time, and he's like, <laughs> First Try. <laughs> uh, mostly known by his nickname, what basketball player's first name is actually Irvin? Wilt Chamberlain, Ray Allen, Magic Johnson, Dennis Rodman. Irvin Magic Johnson. Well done. This is number three or number four. four? Number four. Which NFL team played in and lost every Super Bowl from 1991 until 1994? <laughs> the Falcons, Bills, Lions, or 49ers? Buffalo Bills. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, the Patriots fan uh, had a chuckle there. I can suck it. <laughs> Patriots fan had some commentary. Are you ready too. <laughs> for your next? This yeah. is number five. Yeah, this is the last one. Yeah. How many teams are there in the NFL? Thirty-eight, twenty-six, <laughs> thirty-two, on. or twenty-eight. The only danger there was me saying it before you finished, but it's thirty-two. <laughs> I just well named them to myself. <laughs> but you didn't count all eight of them. divisions of four. Brant, your turn. Hey, what was the first sport played on the moon? Huh? Golf. <laughs> Frisbee, baseball, soccer. I want to say golf. You want to say the right answer. Well, you can't do most of the other stuff. It would be very difficult. Did you say, say baseball is one of them? Yeah. The the Frisbee's still going. Well, that Throw pitch just took off. I tried to hit hit uh, down in the zone. It just ended up on the earth. Try, Dis- trying to throw a baseball in a, in a s- astronaut's uniform. <laughs> Despite keeper Tim Howard's 16 saves, mm. the United States soccer team lost to what country? At the 2014 World Cup, Japan, Belgium, Spain, Germany. That was Belgium. We talked about that a couple weeks indeed. ago. We have. I have not eaten a waffle since. It hurt. <laughs> oh, that's not true. That's not I true. Say, that's I, I love kind of Belgium a lot waffles. To get up there. Uh, I love Belgium waffles. Philadelphia Flyer Dave Schultz holds the most holds the record for most penalty minutes in one season. <laughs> what was his nickname? Philadelphia Flyer Dave Schultz holds the record for most penalty minutes. <laughs> in one season, what was his nickname? The Destroyer, Mr. Sunshine, The Hammer, or The Enforcer? I'm going to go with The Enforcer. Incorrect. Because I know Enforcer is something that like they, they call It's like a role that you that. can have, yeah. sure. I, listen, I'm gonna, I, I'll just go ahead and take a guess here. Unless you, I ha, you have to read them out again. Okay. The Destroyer, Mr. Sunshine, The Hammer, or The Enforcer? I'm going to go with the irony, Mr. Sunshine. Ow! Ryan LaVoy, The Destroyer, Mr. Sunshine, The Hammer, or The Enforcer? I mean, there's only two options. It doesn't matter. My final answer is Dave the Dog. <laughs> Incorrect. The right answer was The Hammer. Ah. <laughs> Five questions for you, Brooks. All right. To get us out of or here. Or less. Oh, no, we got the whole... Th- yeah, we got to finish the thing. Never mind. Uh, Sir Saint is one of the two mascots for the New Orleans Saints. What is the name of the team's dog mascot? 
Spicy. <laughs> Bernard. I was in the middle of counting and that didn't Marty. Me. <laughs> Gumbo. The oh. Saints dog. Who that? The team mascot. Spicy. Bernard. Marty. Or Gumbo. Oh, man. You see, you, the, when you said one of the names, I was like, that's definitely it. Then you said Gumbo, and now I'm just thrown <laughs> off. I'm going to say Bernard because it's a St. Bernard. Ow! I didn't know the Saints had a dog mascot. Me neither. They, they, apparently, they, they don't, so they don't turn, either because they keep asking who that. Eh. I hate that cheer so much. Uh, anyway, um, you said Spicy Bernard. Spicy Bernard, Marty, or Gumbo. I want to say because of Mardi Gras, Marty. Incorrect. Brant. Brant, please. Please be gumbo. Sir Saint is one of two mascots for the New Orleans Saints. What's the name of the team's dog mascot? Say it. Spicy, Bernard, Marty, or gumbo? Say it. It's either spicy or gumbo. Say it. And either way is great. Gumbo. Correct yeah. answer. Yes. <laughs> Finally, New Orleans did something right. It's your turn, right? Yep. The horse that wins the Kentucky Derby is covered in a blanket made of what? Roses, sunflowers, wool, or silk? The horse that wins the Kentucky Derby is covered in a blanket made of what? Roses, sunflowers, wool, or silk? I don't know. I really do not know. I'm going to say sunflower. I don't know. Incorrect. Brant. I believe it's roses. Brant, that is the correct is answer. The nice. run for the roses. It is the run mm. for the roses. Mr. Daughtry. Hello. How do you feel about skateboarding? Uh, meh. Well, here we go. I Like I said, play Tony Hawk as a kid. What, we don't care how you feel. What about skateboarder <laughs> invented the common method of jumping with a skateboard shown as the flat ground ollie? What skateboarder invented the common method of jumping with the skateboard known as the flat ground ollie? Steve Caballero, Tony Hawk, Rodney Mullen, Rob Deerdeck. I'm going to go with Rodney Mullen. You're going to go with the right answer. Nice. Well done. Because I've heard of all of those other guys, and an ollie is way older than all of those other guys, I would think. The United States men's team won gold at the 2018 Winter Olympics in what event played on ice? Bobsled, speed skating, hockey, curling. Say that again. What sport did Team USA win gold at the Winter Olympics in 2018? Bobsled, speed skating, hockey, curling. Speed skating. Incorrect. Brooks. I hate it here. Team USA (laughs) won gold 2018 Winter Olympics at what sport? I'm going to say this is what kicked off the craze, and I'm going to say curling. You're right. It mm. was curling. Nice. Left. Three questions left. All right. Is it you, Brooks? It is. Yes. Fill yes. in the blank. Olympic diver Greg Luganis autobiography is titled Blank the Surface. So we're going to fill in the blank. All right. <laughs> Breaking. Okay. Reflections in. Mm-hmm. Reaching mm-hmm. or skimming. Olympic diver, Olympic diver, autobiography, Greg Luganis is his name. Breaking the surface, reflections in the surface, 
reaching the surface or skimming the surface? I'm going to say breaking the surface. You're going to say the right answer. Well done, Mr. Childress. That's what a diver does, breaks through the surface. Which Olympian was named Sports Illustrated's greatest female athlete of the 20th century? Mary Lou Retton, Lisa Leslie, Mia Hamm, or Jackie Joyner Curse? It's 20th century. Sorry. You said the 20th century? The 20th century. It was the 19. Mary Lou Retton, Lisa Leslie, Mia Hamm, Jackie Joyner Curse. Mia Hamm? Incorrect. That would have been my guess, too, for what it's worth. Um, <clears throat> Greatest female athlete of the 20th century, this Olympian, Mary Lou Retton, Lisa Leslie, Mia Hamm, Jackie Joyner, Kersey. Mary Lou Retton, why not? That's why. <laughs> <laughs> he had that one ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, are these the last two? These are the last two. Okay. It's a steal. Read read me the the choices again. Yeah. Mary Lou Retton, Lisa Leslie, Mia Hamm, Jackie Joyner Kersey. Lisa Leslie. Incorrect. It was Jackie Joyner Kersey. We suck. Hey, Leslie was like early 2000s. I actually kind of watched the Sparks a little bit back then and so I was like if she did it in like 3 years of playing I was like well I done. don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, last question. <laughs> it goes to you Ryan. All right. Invented in Chicago in the 1930s. What sport has the positions jammer and blocker? Invented in Chicago in the 1930s, what sport has the position jammer and blocker? Roller derby, curling, relay racing, rugby. Jammer and blocker. Roller derby, curling, relay racing, and rugby. Invented in Chicago. Oh, God. I don't think it'd be curling. I don't know about roller derby. Uh, um, what was the last answer and choice? Again? Roller derby, curling, relay racing, rugby. I'm going to go rugby. Invented in Chicago in the 1930s, what sport had the positions jammer and blocker? It was roller derby. It was indeed roller okay. derby. Job well done, Mr. Daughtry. Thank you. I couldn't really. I don't. I don't know how I knew that. I just knew that. I couldn't even really tell you what you do with roller derby. Honestly, don't know. Yeah, you get on skates and elbow people. Really? Uh, sure. I mean, <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm there with you. All right. What's our score, fellas? Twenty-four. Good job, Jeff Gordon. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Thirty-nine. 39 yep. <laughs> for Mr. Lavoy. Job well done. And that's why he's taking the host spot. <laughs> yeah. This is Job actually well the competition. Done. To see <laughs> this was the would. decider. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Congrats, man. Thank you, man. For winning for multiple reasons. We there, tried. I guess. There you go. Well done. Fun show, guys. I think so. Three left for me. And wow. Nine, nine hours real. of sports call Nine left. hours of sports call left. Hell of a three That was a fun coming. game, man. See you guys soon. That's a, a good idea. That's a good game to end on. That's a great game to end on. Very competitive. Thank you, fellas. That's yep. going to do it for today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in and calling in to Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show. For Brant Daughtry, Brooks Childress, and Ryan LaVoy, my name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day. Good day.